We're live, man. We're live. We're live, dude. What? Um, I want to ask you where you where you got that intro from. I think I googled free, uh, audio sound bites or something like that. It was a super shady site, but I didn't. I wanted to have Ted Nugent uh, stranglehold as my intro, but I did a quick search of everything's copyrighted, and then you got to like pay people to do it, and it's it costs a lot of money. So I found this website that does free stuff, and I was just looking through jazz for like three hours trying to find the right one. There's a lot of good stuff on there, but most of it was like full-length jazz songs. I wanted like five to ten seconds of a jazz intro, and this one was like on page 137, and I was like, pretty sure I've never heard it before. It'll work. Oh, yeah. I, I, I used to do YouTube videos, and I would use the free music from YouTube. Yeah. But then I would... Like fast forward a year, I'd be like watching some YouTube channel, and I would hear the song that I used, and it just—it's so fucking lame. All right, everybody, this is—I uh, got Matt across the table from me right now. Matt, go ahead and introduce yourself if you could. Hey, y'all. I'm Matt Geffert. Um, born and raised in Indiana, right by uh, Gary, Indiana. Um, the only man in Minot to officially run every street in the city of Minot, North Dakota. 100%. 100%. There might have been some old guy that did it back in 1877, but he doesn't have technology and apps like we do, so you're the first one to take the crown. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's a, he's a, I don't want to say a super runner, but he's a long-distance runner, uh, biker, outdoorsman, kind of always on the move, rocking the Honda Element, rocking the Ford Connect, hitting the road, hitting the mountains. Checking out them places. Driving those red cars. Driving so them red cars. It's the only color that I would drive. Yeah. I think I called you Hipster Supreme last last episode <laughs> or something like that. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, Brad's got this black toolbox in the garage. I was like, doesn't it come in red, though, man? I know. I'll get that. I know. So, yeah, it was. he was a little hesitant to come on at first. I had to get him to drink about three and a half beer. What are you on, two and a half? Or is that number is that first one still? This is my uh, my second beer. Yeah, we had to loosen them up. You know, like a little peer pressure, a little alcohol gets you on the mic. Everyone gets a little nervous. I mean, I'm still a little nervous. You get a little nervous. I don't know. After these last couple episodes, I realized that... I realized that whether... This is a... Pla- I consider this a platform, right? So, I can... I can talk about people that can't defend themselves so in hindsight i did that episode two i talked about a guy i went to high school with named tyler uh i mean i I said good at the end of it but i was talking i was talking crap on him and like i should have done that honestly I, i i hit him up i apologized but it still it still fucks me up man like i still feel like a piece of shit because like if he was here, he could defend himself, but he's not. And I'm just like, fuck you. And it's like, that's not cool, man. In hindsight, I shouldn't have done that. So, Tyler, if you're still listening to me, which you're probably not, I apologize. I already told you I did, but that I apologize that I said it when you weren't here. Don't apologize for what I said. You oh, should, yeah. You should have been here to defend yourself. We could have had a conversation about it. We're cool. We've been cool. I was drinking and getting all hyped up and didn't realize the platform that I have on here, so... Uh, I'm working on it. I'm trying to make sure that I say things that are legitimate and of truth. So for those that are going to keep listening, uh, I'm working on it every time. Uh, this is meant to be something that's fun 
and uh, good conversation with good people, not a platform for me to just talk shit on people that can't defend themselves. So, Tyler, sorry, I'll uh, I'll hit you up next time I'm in the old STL, but yeah. What's Tyler up to nowadays? Yeah. Well, he cut, hit me up. He no longer works at the St. Anthony uh, precinct, which is inner city St. Louis by the airport. He's out in Troy, Missouri, which is more rural, so he's 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 doing that. So, yeah, he was like, well, he sent me a text. He's like. He's like, you sound like a fucking douche. And I was like, God damn, dude, it <laughs> fucked me up all day. I was like, I did. Oh, man. Oh. 30 people listen to it. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Tyler's reputation is yeah. down the drain. Yeah, well, I fucking, I felt super bad because I knew I shouldn't have probably said that. And in hindsight, it was kind of a shitty thing to say. Even though at the end of it, I was like, we're good. We're on good terms. It was still... It was it wasn't it wasn't good. But anyways, he was like, You sounded douchey and then I sent him a reply back. I was like, Hey man, sorry, like I respect you, you got a super high stress job. I shouldn't have been talking shit. You weren't here. Uh I still think we're friends. He's like, No, no and he didn't say anything. He saw my noise on my message because it said he saw my message. And then he didn't say anything for like fucking fourteen hours. But he's on night, so I figured it was that, but it's just like the you're waiting for a response that you never got and then he hits me up, he's like, No, I meant to say I meant to say I sounded douchey back in high school. I respect you, man. And I was like, fuck, dude, I feel so bad now. Like, you're being a nice guy. Mm. <laughs> Thank God he's cool with it. Yeah, he's cool with it. Oh, dude, that was so long ago. And then we've all done fucking dumb stuff back in high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like, that was a long time ago. People change. Like, I've changed. He's changed. All for, like, I'm not going to hold against him. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I can forgive people to a certain extent, and I always will. It sounds cliche, but it's like, I'll forgive, but I'm never going to forget. Like, it's not like, I forgive you, sure, but, like, I know you're a fucking liar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you've done it 13 times, and you've never came clean before, so oh I'm going gonna, gonna to put that in the back of the mind and not forget about it. But, uh, yeah, it, it took a little uh, self-reflection to make sure that, you know, I realize I have this very small platform, but a platform nonetheless, and it could get big one day. It could not, but yeah, it was, it's a learning curve. This whole thing's a learning curve. That's funny. <clears throat> Cause you're still, you're trying to find the, the route you want to go with this podcast still. Mm -hmm. And it could be like Brad talking shit podcast. Here we go. Yeah. I didn't want it to be that. Which I didn't want it to be something like that, but <laughs> it, it, it is so far. We're two for two on that one. So probably going to be about two and a half or two after this one but we do got some pretty cool stuff coming down the pipe uh more to come on that later i don't want to i don't want to spill the beans now for all all uh three subscribers i have and all 111 viewers that have watched my stuff over time uh but i i, I got some pretty interesting stuff i get into some pretty pretty uh crazy kind of friendships and relationships and um, i like to think of myself as a people's person so i, I like to think i'll have some pretty good people on but time will tell and huh. so will the the comments and the reviews on it hell yeah are you gonna go virtual have you decided what do you mean virtual um just having like a virtual guest on i don't know so i'm maybe i need to because every time i like so I, as much as i can if people have a podcast and they also video record it I try to watch the video of it because, like, hearing it's awesome. It helps you zone out. But I'm a visual guy, 
I'm like a visual learner. I like to see how things are done. I like to like look at it from different angles. And when I watch people talk, you can take a lot of things out of context if you can't see a person. I don't know about a lot, but you can take some things out of context or you can not understand things by not seeing how the person is moving, how their hand gestures are, how their eye contact is, how their body movement is. And I get a lot more from it when I see people interact with each other. So I, I try to watch it on video if I can. Mm-hmm. And, and doing, doing the virtual, I'm not smart enough to figure that out yet. <laughs> so I think, I think if I wouldn't turn it down for sure. Like if it's going to be a really good podcast or it's something, something or someone I'm genuinely interested in, I would definitely, I would definitely do it. But I think that would, I don't want to say open the floodgates up, but if a couple friends of mine hit me up or like they see, I do a virtual like, Oh, you virtual. You should do my buddy over here. Like don't know your buddy, man. Like (laughs) I don't, I don't know if I, I don't want to, it's already getting to like with all three for real, three subscribers that I have and all 111 total views. I'm already getting people like I work with like, Hey man, you should have my friend on. He's real fucking funny. Like I don't know your friend. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going like, to, like, if I knew him, sure. Like, I'm not opposed to having anyone on. I don't need to know them personally, but, like, it's, it's weird already. It's like, I don't even, like, three subscribers, 111 views, and people think, like, this is some big deal, and they're like, have my friend on, have my friend on. My mom's, my mom's like, have me on, I'll talk. I'm like, no, oh, like, get, man, the, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's like, not, to my, not to my mom, I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, mom. Yeah, mom. You trying to help me out, you bitch? You can't tell me what to do anymore. <laughs> That's like when <clears throat> like when I ran every street in Minot. Like, it wasn't a big deal, you know, but some people think it's a big deal. and um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good accomplishment for sure. No, no one's ever done it before, so there's that. Yeah, that, yeah, that we know of. What was the total distance on that? Dude, it's impossible to say. Oh, it didn't, because um, I remember you showed me the app where it showed you all the streets. It didn't actually mark the mileage on it. No. See, Damn. So I, I mean, I started in March, and I finished in October, so I could see how many miles I ran between then. It was like over a thousand, a little over over a thousand miles. Jesus Christ. So let's let's talk about running. I feel like it's something, one of the, I don't want to say one of the main things we got in common, but it's a pretty, I love to run. You love to run more, because you do it more, but. I've been running consistently for, I'd say for about a decade now. And it, and, and that I, so I used to be like 70 pounds. I was used to be like 70 pounds overweight. I was like 270 pounds. I was like a two X. I wore a 34 waist. 34. I, That's not bad. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry. It was, I was a 38, 34. So 38 inch oh, yeah, waist okay. and that Bobby there Mason, that Bobby Mason <laughs> size, but I was taller. So I didn't look as fat. <laughs> What's up, Bobby? I hope you listen, brother. Yeah. We got your we got your stool, your flannel, and your Budweiser waiting for you, man. No, so I was like seventy pounds <laughs> overweight, man. It was it was at a point where uh, it was it was disgusting. I was getting I had to take Prilotec OTC because I'd get heartburn just because I drank so much soda, and like the doctors never told me like, hey, just stop drinking soda and energy drinks all day. They're just like, here, here's some pills. Oh my gosh, I do that. Hey, my motto is hills, not pills. Hey, and, that's uh, a, I never heard of it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Is it really anything, any health issue that you're having, uh, dude, fix your diet and go work out. I'd, I'd say the majority of stuff. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, not any. Yeah, the yeah majority. not any. Like, there's certain genetic stuff. There's certain immune, autoimmune diseases. Like, obviously, we're not. He's not saying that. What he is saying, though, is like you have you have lower back pain, but you're also 140 pounds overweight, and it hurts for you to get up off the chair too many times a day because your bone and your your bone density and your structure is not used to. It's not meant to hold that much weight, and it's causing stress on areas that are weak because you don't do anything. I've I've never felt better. I've never I want to say more. Like so, I'm in pretty good shape. I'm probably not comparatively speaking, but like I can go run ten miles tomorrow. Is it gonna suck? Yeah, I can do it. I can do it with probably like an eight and a half to nine minute a mile pace, and I'm two hundred and fifteen pounds. You know, six one. Like I'm not a small person. I'm not big, but I'm not small. I mean, you grab my side, you're gonna get a handful of muffin top. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. I feel good. I feel more confident. I sleep better. I can eat whatever I want. I say whatever I want. I can eat most things and not feel bad about it or feel like shit just because I'm usually, I want to say malnourished, but I need that calorie intake. But yeah, I had to lose 70 pounds just to get into the job we're in now. And, uh, well, you were, you were overweight before you, you cross trained. Yeah. No, 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 no. Before we started the whole process, the whole process. Whoa. Yeah, I was, they're like, yeah, just uh, based on your height, you got to drop 68 pounds. And I, dude, I dropped 68 pounds in probably five months. I went like hardcore. I went like just the first month of me not drinking, just by not drinking soda and energy drinks and drinking nothing but water yeah. and doing like minimal workouts. I lost like 17 pounds that month. It just fucking melted off. Just, I bet. D- just melted off. And not only that, like. I wasn't eating fast food every day. I wasn't eating three bags of chips for lunch. I would go to this farmer's market in St. Louis called the Steelard Farmer's Market, and you can get, like, a crate of produce for, like, next to nothing, dude. I'm talking, like, I would come out, and I'd have, like, six cantaloupes, like, five pounds of apples, like, berries, like, whatever. Yeah. And it'd be, like, nine bucks. Like, it was stupid cheap. And just all day, if I was hungry, just start slamming stuff till I wasn't hungry, like, nothing but fruit and veggies, like, raw veggies. So you were a vegetarian? No, I would eat I would eat meat and stuff, but like when I was at work, I would like if I was hungry for breakfast, I'd eat fruit. I would, I would eat nothing but fruit and fruit like raw fruit and veggies for breakfast and lunch, and then whatever for dinner. But I would usually run. Dude, it started off like, and because I didn't have a gym membership, I didn't know what I was doing, so I just ran at one of the parks. And uh, when I started running, I was wearing like these skater shoes and like these flat these flat bottom shoes, and I'm running. I'm like, man, why does my fucking shins hurt? Like, whole body hurts. Like my calves hurt like why does it hurt so bad and i was like oh to start doing some research like oh i shouldn't be wearing these shoes i guess yeah i got to the point like where i would i would start my run and i would use my app and i would get like an eighth of a mile and then i'd be like <gasps> just Hell fucking yeah. gas dude and i'd go back the next day and it'd be like all right i'm gonna hit that same eighth mile but i'm gonna run it like 10 seconds faster than that last one and i just did that and did that and did that and it got to the point where i was running like five six miles without stopping I had lost 60-something pounds in that five months. Like, I felt great. Like, I was sleeping better. I was, uh, my skin looked better. My eyes looked better. Like, and it was just a encompassing thing that changes everything about you. Like, heartburn went away. Weird. Like. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. Hills, not pills. That's good. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm stealing that for sure. Dude, it's because big pharma, you know, these doctors, they're getting paid by these pharma salesmen and like they lobby in Congress. So it's like when you watch uh 
you, when you watch, if you watch Fox News, you're gonna, you're gonna notice that every ad is a fucking pill to take. To, oh yeah. To fix something. Oh yeah. So it's, there's so much money in big pharma. Oh then, oh yeah. And these doctors are getting paid un, under the table, man. And so, <sighs> hills not pills, man. Just like, fuck, don't take any pills. I, I avoid even taking Tylenol if I, you know. I don't take it, no. And I, I haven't, I got I got prescribed Motrin like four years ago. Yeah. And like the only time I've even considered taking one of those is like when I drink entirely way too much the next day. I don't oh, yeah. think you're supposed to use it for that. The only, the only pill I'll take is like my daily vitamins. I supplement some other stuff and then like melatonin if I can't sleep or something. Like I didn't get enough, like I couldn't get a workout in that day and I'm still all wound up. I'll just slam some melatonin so I can pass out, but... I'm allergic to Vicodin. I found out after I got my wisdom teeth taken out. What so, what, I, what was the effect? Uh, so you get itchy normally, but like I was getting like red blotches and like lumps on my chest, and like I was itching my neck, and it was starting to shit was starting to swell. So, unfortunately, I can't take anything with opiates. So no painkiller, no pain. I don't want. I don't know. I don't know if it's like if it's like includes everything, but for sure Vicodin made me feel like a like a crackhead that had a horrible case of poison ivy yeah it was not fun i don't recommend it dude so last maybe two years ago i got surgery for uh um septoplasty uh, what's that the called? fuck is that it's when your one of your nostrils is closed up and they go in there they drill it out would you get like punched in the face or slam deviated, your face? Deviated septum. Deviated septum. That's a lot different. Yeah, but well, no, but I think the procedure is called septoplasty. Oh, is it? I don't, yeah, I've yeah. never heard of that. I've heard of a deviated septum, but I, I've never heard of what the surgery is called for it. Yeah, that's what you get from it. Uh, but they, they 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 go in there and they and they really like they cut a hole through your nostril so you can breathe again. And um, so I got that done. And then they prescribed me. Dude, the doctor gave me so, so many pain pills. I was like, oh, my God, it's probably under. It's probably like three months worth of shit for your two-week recovery. Yeah. But honestly, um, I took I took it for the first couple of days because I, I thought for sure it, it would I would have pain. But I didn't feel it. It didn't, it didn't hurt. I wasn't experiencing any pain from it. So I just had this fucking big old pill box of pain meds that's how that's how, that's what happened to, to my wife we we went back to st louis to go see my parents and she ended up getting a i think it was a, a mild kidney stone and like once it passes right it's only like a couple days and like you're back to normal mm-hmm. they gave her something like 40 oxycodone or some shit dude that's a problem i'm like what i didn't even notice until like a year afterwards i went to get some like something out of her cabinet and i was like why do you have this bo- bottle of oxycodone she's like remember from my kidney stone hand i was like you needed 40 of them i'm like what the fuck is wrong with that like is that not a problem yeah that's that's like the that's the addiction that these that these housewives get i mean really it could affect anybody but oh yeah for sure i've seen it firsthand like 100 percent for sure pill heads man like it's it's easy. It's like the white collar uh, addiction. Honestly, the white middle, dude. The, the white middle class is. Oh, is middle really lower hard. class, dude. It's it hits St. Louis really hard. Like like pills, dude. It's everywhere. Like everywhere. Like I got a friend from West Virginia, and he's he lives over in Greenbrier County. And uh, dude, he's just saying like it's insane. Like the amount of the people that are addicted to pills out there. Like it's 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 mind boggling. Like yeah, and it's it's so fucking sad too, cause it's so it's not like it's 
like brought in by the cartels and shuffled across the board. I mean, it is, but like, or it's just a guy that gets a script, doesn't use it, and then sells it like it's super easy and it's manufactured in the U.S. I don't, I, most of them are out of China, aren't they? So aren't we really like super? I think we're super dependent on China for the majority of our medicines. Yeah, hundred percent. That's where all that shit's coming from. <clears throat> but really, what what it boils down to is. Yo, big pharma, man. These these companies are making so much fucking money off these pills. Like the doctor is like, yeah, I'll prescribe you forty oxycodone or whatever. Uh, that's just more money for the company, and I'm sure the doctor gets more money too. Sure, sure. So I had a family member that was like pre-diabetic, just based on the things they ate and drank, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. And the doctor was like, you need like this this pill, and you need that. It's like seven pills a day, and you got to do little little injections, and it's like. I was like, do they ever, did it, what, did they say, like, there's anything else you could do? They're like, nope, take these seven a day and then the two injections. I'm like, they didn't say anything about eating better or yeah. like, exercise or, or, or you can, you can do this stuff and you can, you can lose the weight and you can get all your levels evened out if you exercise and work your body and eat good foods. Like, they just said nothing about that. No. Oh my God. It's like, that's a fucking problem. And it drives me nuts. Like it drives me nuts. Like I am no health expert. I am no dietitian. I'm no physical trainer. I don't know a lot of the science behind it. And I can't really talk intelligently on it, but I know for a fact, after I run like a 10 K or I go for like a nice 10 mile run, like I feel great. Like I feel amazing afterwards. We were talking about this today. Like yeah. you right. You ran what? Like 17 miles a day for funsies. Yeah. 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 NBD, 17 miles, just got bored. Me and, and my, me and my dog did it too, my little dog. He ran 17? He, he ran it, yeah, 17.6. Yo, uh, Hungarian Vishla. If you got, if y'all want a good running dog, get a Vishla. A Hungarian Vishla, for everyone that wants to know. Built for speed. I have a Pomeranian, he can run about a 10K, and then he's tanks. <laughs> but he's he's yoked as fuck too, so he's he's of a different breed. He's exotic. We're, we won't get into him too much, but he's a he's a purebred exotic dog. It's no big deal. But. <laughs> yeah, it's from Germany, right? It's he's a northern Germanic mountain dog. <laughs> I say that, but it was like Queen Elizabeth the fucking eighth or whatever that bred down this dog called the Spitz dog into what the Pomeranians are now. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you talked about that last time, I did, or maybe it was just between us. I'll show you real quick. Spitz dog. Yep, see, that's a big fucking Pomeranian right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, just talking about my Pomeranian because I'm an alpha male. <laughs> Listen, I don't, like, pit bulls are cool, big mastiffs are cool. I don't know. I I, uh, I want to say I rescued a Pomeranian, but I rescued a Pomeranian, I think it was, like, five years ago. This lady told me that she couldn't, her, her son and daughter... I'm going to tell this story. It's a crazy story. So this was before me and the wife were husband and wife. And uh, I was looking online for cars to flip. You know, I'm always trying to get that side hustle going. This is, this is back in Georgia. This right? is back in Georgia. Yeah. And I was like on the front page of Craigslist and it was like lost dog. And I, and I fucking, I look at the ad and uh, I go and it's just like gorgeous sable Pomeranian. And I was like, oh. And I call her, I was like, hey, it's not my dog, but if the owners don't ever call you, like, I'm willing to take it if you can't. And she replies, well, it's not actually a lost dog. It was my daughter's, and my daughter and her boyfriend skipped town and left me with their with their kid that has, is mentally handicapped in this dog. And I was like, okay. 
and she's like, I have five pit bulls and they want to eat this thing. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, I can meet up with you in like a half an hour. And I was like, I look at, I look at it. I look at my wife and I'm like, she's like, let's go. So Hold on, why was the ad for a lost dog? Why it's super confusing. It doesn't make fucking sense. Okay. So it doesn't make sense. And here's where it gets more weird. So I hit her up and I was like, Hey, I can't come today, but I can come get it tomorrow. And she's like, I'll meet you at the gas station. I'm already headed towards you. And she's like, I'll meet you at the gas station Damn. on 247. I'm already headed. Motivated. I didn't tell her where I was at. She just assumed I was there. So she's like, already already in route because that's like the big city. And it was super fucking weird. So, hey, I'm in a red Honda, right? And she's got her grandkid with her. So when you think grandma, you think like like loving kind. Probably has like a red four-door Honda Accord or a red Honda CRV. Nah, grandma pulls up in this souped-up Honda Prelude two-door coupe. Like, full race exhaust, like, tinted-ass windows and shit. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the fuck? And she comes in, like, bop, bop, and gets up next to me, and it's like, Urgh. Like, she doesn't even fucking get out. She just leans across the seat, hits the door open, and this, I look in, the, like, on the front seat of this two, two-door Honda Accord, or Prelude, whatever it was, there's this Palm Rainey just sitting there, like, shaking, like, like, didn't know what the fuck's going on. And I look at him, she's like, there he is. Like, I look in the back seat, and there's this, like, four-year-old fucking kid going, like, oh, like, ma- like making noises that you could tell not, not everything was right. So yeah. I knew she wasn't kidding about that. So I, I'm like, oh, what the fuck am I, like, doing right now? Like, this grandma pulls up in this murdered-out red Honda, and she's got a kid in the back that's, like, fucking trying to kick the seat off the hinges. There's this Pomeranian, like, <laughs> is shaved like a ghetto lion, like, shaking like it's about to die. She's like, there he is. And she's like still in her car, like in the middle of the parking lot. And I grab the dog. And as soon as I grab him, she's like, oh, yeah, he's deaf, hurt, and doorknob. And she's like, Urgh! and then fucking peels out. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So we get back to the house. And I'm like, look at this dog. And he's like, like, who the fuck are you? I'm like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, I don't know, he's just getting used to it and smelling the grass and shit. I started noticing like some of his teeth weren't there. And I was like, fuck it's about to be the weekend. We'll make a vet appointment for him. So we got him in a vet appointment like five days later. And her do- I could, I, the, the doc calls me back. He's like, hey, man, you got a minute? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, hey, uh, I know you said you rescued this dog, but I got some news. I'm like, what? And he's like, you know how old this dog is? And I was like, she didn't say. I'm assuming pretty young. He's like, he's 12 to 14 years old. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. He's like, he has a stage three heart murmur. And I was like, God damn it. And he's like. His teeth are rotted out. He's got cataracts in one eye, and he's deaf. God. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, this lady just pawned off this dog that was dying on me. What a bitch. Dude, if I could find her, I would still do the same thing, because that dog was the most thug fucking dog I ever had. So I was like, all right, how much to fix that heart murmur? He's like... Or no, 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 I was like, how much to fix the teeth or, like, pull some teeth? Because, like, you could just go to some of his teeth and just, like, move them, and they're just, like, wiggling, <laughs> dude. They're, like, they were rotted out. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, how much to fix the teeth? He's like, well, we can't put them under because if we put them under, his heart's not strong. Mm. May not come back out. You you could, like, this dog could be sleeping, not moved in, like, five hours, and you could put your hand on his chest. And it's like this dude just did, like, 38 lines of coke. Like, it's, like, just beating out of his fucking chest. Yeah. 
he dude we had him from i think over two years i like, gave him a good run like it was it, it was it was good and he had like, one of his eyes was cataracts and it went like all white but one was perfectly fine so he looked like a fucking cyborg walking around but he was deaf so you'd yell at him and he wouldn't hear anything i thought he was deaf i'm pretty sure he was deaf i think he can hear like vibrations or feel vibrations when you yell real loud because his head would be turned and i'd be like in a room and i'd be like hey and he'd like look back at me fucker and i'm like you're not fucking deaf. You're milking this shit, dude. Like, pretty sure he was deaf. <laughs> no. No, R.I.P. to my dog, Biggs. That's what I named him because he was small and I was drunk when I named him, so. And he was a Pomeranian. Yeah, he was a Pomeranian. He looks almost like, just like Frank right now. Oh, my It's pretty gosh. good. Sable had a little bit of white on him, but Frank's a lot more cute and not all fucked up and ghetto like he was, but. Yeah, it wasn't fed meth. Yeah, that's what got my love for Pomeranians, so. I don't need a I don't need a big old bulldog or fucking Rottweiler to prove my masculinity. I'll grab my Pomeranian, throw him in my big ass diesel truck, fucking scoot on down the road and go for a nice walk in the park with him. I don't give, I, dude. He's awesome. He likes to eat food. He likes to chill, and he likes to get thrown around like a fucking rag doll. It's good. He doesn't he doesn't yap. He doesn't bark. He doesn't bite. He's got some big old black nuts just swinging out the back. I didn't get him fucking, I didn't get his balls cut. Oh, no. No, I didn't want to. I did, like, I've read too much stuff back and forth on it. And, like, I've never, I've seen him hump, like, once. And, like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't want to take the chance. A lot of guys were saying, a lot of people were saying, and people I've talked to that are in the veterinarian field were like, if you cut his nuts, he might lose, like, a lot of energy just because he's not going to have a lot of testosterone pumping through. And I didn't want, I didn't want to take the chance. That's what they all say. Yeah, but I was I also didn't want to not get him done and then him start knocking up dogs and now there's dogs that people don't want and it's like yeah. You're helping to the problem. I think it should be yo, I'm pro neuter and spay cuz I'm there's so many dogs in the pounds and these shelters, dude, if if we had more regulations on on pet ownership like 100% nude neutered and spayed pets that's a a good start you know yeah i'm I'm pro for it too for sure because it is a problem except for breeders like like, you have to have a license say like you're you're a a licensed breeder so you could have uh you know your dog with the nuts what do you call call a stud stud yeah Yeah, and that's and that's to be honest that's probably one of the main reasons i didn't get his get his nuts cut so i could so I could say, I, so I could, so I could tell people I offer a Pomeranian stud service. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It is a problem, and I'm all about rescuing dogs. So I feel like it's a good trade-off. We've done three rescues and then one, one purebred. So I feel like a three for one's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I think I've had all my dogs given to me, but I've, <laughs> I've, I've only had purebreds though. Really? Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, I'm pro purebred. Yeah. I tell you why, because even though I didn't pay for my dogs, but they're worth you know between two one and two thousand dollars, right? Sure. So if you're the type of person who really wants a dog and you're willing to fork out over a thousand dollars for a dog, you're less likely to just to dump it off at the pound whenever it's too inconvenient for you. Sure. You know. So if if every dog there's a price tag on every dog, say above a thousand. Um, I think you'll, you'll see a lot less dogs at the pounds. Oh yeah. 100%. But also you might see a lot of dogs dropped off on the side of the road or sold on Craigslist, you know? 
Um, I don't know. It's just a huge problem with the with all these dogs and the shelters, man. Like it is, and it's sad as fuck. And what's the uh, what's the what's the commercial that comes on and they got that homegirl singing real sad in the background? Oh yeah, a is it a, USPC or P- ASPC ASPCA something like that? Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, I'll read that and I'm like, fuck. I'll go grab my dogs. But like, you got a good. Yeah. You fucking appreciate what you got. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I feed you twice a day. <laughs> These dogs don't even fucking know. Yeah, I saw some, I was in Albuquerque and I was getting some tacos over in the fucking hood and I saw like three schnitzus that were like some street dogs just fucking cruising for some garbage mm. and it caught me off guard because I'm like, that's not a mutt, like that's a dog some rich person got and was like, yeah. I don't want this dog, where can I drive to? Yeah, this, all this fucking dog fucking chewed up my brand new couch, man, off he goes. Yeah, it's fucked. Not a big fan of it. Not a big fan of it at all. But yeah. what I'm not a big fan of is fucking cats. <laughs> cats are good. Don't get me wrong. Cats are good. I just don't like cats inside houses. They do weird shit. There's some murderous fucking things. They need to stay outside and just murder innocent things outside. Working cats. Working cats. My grandpa had cats on his farm, and those things fucking cleaned house. Like, you would go in their little area in the barn where they hang out at, and there's, like, raccoon fucking skulls and fucking mice spines and fucking dead snake skins. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, dude, it was, like, there was always, like, fucking, like, five to 12 of these cats that would just live out in the barn. They were all inbred crazy fucking cats because it was just, like, repopulating themselves. <sighs> Bro, look up the lifespan, life expectancy of a working cat. Because you see this house cats, they live to be like 20. Uh, it's probably not long. It's a hard life. That's what I'm saying. I bet it's like five five years. Life expectancy of a so, uh, work, farm, farm cat. cat. Two to three. Oh, shit. Well, that's a feral cat. But yeah, the dude... Um, so t- two to three for feral, twelve to fifteen for free roaming. That's free roaming. That's probably free roaming in California. Yeah, that's a free roamer with like a a bowl of food in the front porch, yeah. and a bowl of water waiting yeah. for them. You throw them out in the barn where they got to snuggle up to each other in a fucking pile of hay, or they'll freeze to death. And they they might get scraps from the owner once every three days, and those scraps usually consist of like potato peels and chicken bones. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, them cats living a hard life, dog. Two to three. Um, Fuck, I didn't think it was that. I thought it was going to be like five to seven. That was my guess. Two yeah. to three? Ugh. How do we prevent it, you know? Um, fucking spay your cat. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I don't know. That's probably it. I'll probably, I don't I don't know. So I think there's a certain point you can't get a dog's, get them neutered anymore. Yeah. I don't know what that age is, but... It's like getting, I want to think it's like getting circumcised. Like, you can't be uncircumcised and then get circumcised when you're like 34. It's going to suck. It's like having a fucking old car that's never had its transmission fluid changed. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't touch it. Let it go. Top it off. Keep it moving. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, hills, not pills. If you feel like you're having a bad, this is what I tell all my guys that I'm in, that I that work underneath me. They're like, man, I can't sleep at night. I'm sleeping like shit. I'm stressed out. Like I got bags underneath my eyes. Like I fucking can't get out of my own head. And I'm like, okay, I'll give you one thing. I, I'll tell you to do one thing right now that will solve all of that tonight. I'm like what? And I'm like, fucking do a hundred push-ups, do a hundred squats, and then go run five miles. 
Hell yeah, brother. They'll come back and they'll be like fucking smoked, dead, mentally exhausted, physically exhausted. You know what they're going to do? They're going to sleep like a fucking baby that night. Oh, yeah. Dude, but no one wants to hear this, man. Like- <laughs> no one. It's a fucking hard truth. People stop eating too much food. If you feel like you're not doing good, you're not sleeping, you're stressed out, go for a walk, go for a jog, go for a run. People are like, oh, well, it's cold. I don't have a gym to go to. You know what I tell you? Mm. Fucking do something in your house. Every time you walk through a doorway, do 10 squats. Every 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 hour on the hour, do 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups. Yeah. Do oh. that Do that all day. It's not hard. Oh, I got I got kids. Can't do it. I, mean, I don't have any. I don't have kids, but I do know a lot of ultra runners that do have kids, and like they find a way. You know, mm-hmm. if you really want to do something, you're gonna find a way to do it. That's, that's how it was when I was in Albuquerque. Like they st- they shut down all the gyms, all the state parks. Like you couldn't do any of that stuff. So, what I would do, like every hour on the hour, I would do 20 sit ups, 20 push ups, and 20 lunges, and I would do that from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed, and like. I'm fucking tired. Like, you're not sitting there just, like, sweating all day because, like, right, it's enough to get the heart rate going, but it's enough to not get you to start sweating so you ain't got to take a shower every hour. And I did that for probably a month, and I felt great. I felt fine. I would sleep fine. My appetite was still good. I would sleep through the night. It was, you just got to do what you got to do. You got to figure it out. How bad do you want it, honestly? It's also a good way to justify beers, you know, so we like having beers. 100%. And if you're doing fucking five-mile run, average. Earn that beer. Earn the beer, dude. Earn the beer, earn the pizza. I crushed, me and, me and the old lady crushed a pizza and a half last night and tonight. You know what I did yesterday and today? I worked out like a fucking terrorist. Yeah. Like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, and I'm going to fucking hate my life because I did too much today. I don't say too much. I worked out like a fucking terrorist, and tomorrow's going to suck. But you know what? Right now, this beer tastes delicious. Dude, 100%. <laughs> Hitting the spot. It's nothing like, uh, man, back in back in the fatherland, back in Germany. The they, Deutschland. We would do these races, and uh, they would always have uh, beer and fucking uh, Glühwein at the, at the end. But what's, what's Glühwein? That's... Just uh, wine, wine or something? Spiced wine, so it's like, um, you can make it. Oh, yeah, I got a bottle of that shit down here. Yeah, mold, mold wine. It's just hot. You, you serve it hot, so, like, we'd have... Yeah, I, I mean, let me see if... Me, hold on, I'm going to get this bottle, see if this is what it is. Oh, dude, fire it up. I ain't fire it up. But, um, it's just spice. It's something that you drink during the Christmas season in winter. <clears throat> no, but, I left that shit in St. Louis, sorry. Yeah, but just after doing, like, a hard fucking race, and then uh, having some glue vine, or even... On these mountain races, they they'd have beer at the end, and uh, damn, it tastes way better after oh, after so a good. good workout. So good, even man, even doing like stuff around the house, like you're outside, fucking cutting the lawn, sweating, build, sweating. building a fence, dude, and you have a beer after that. Forearms are tired, <laughs> hands are tired. Yeah, your fucking fore your forehead skin hurts because you've been squinting all day in the sun. Hundred percent sweating. Mm. And then you just go in that fridge in the shade in the garage. Turn a fan on, crack open a natter day. That's what I still do here. I mean, like, I got this habit from Germany. It was like, I would just go bike around or, or run. <coughs> like, uh, in Germany, I, we, I would run up to a, a castle, you know? So you you park somewhere far away from a castle, and you just, like, you just find your way up to it and run to it. And I swear, every castle 
over there they had a beer garden so you fucking Dope. run up have a nice heffy uh run back down man it was the best that's so, fucking sweet but even yeah even here in minot we have a couple good breweries so i would uh um, yeah they're pretty good atypical shout out i've ran there a couple times yeah i'm having atypical right now yeah srb you're pretty good but you're falling off the map did they close down no they're still open <clears throat> they're okay still open. the beer's it's pretty it's pretty good it's not mind-blowing but the food options probably some of the better in minot they got some pretty crazy seasonal dishes and daily and weekly stuff they'll do so that's pretty cool i said i should take that back srb you're pretty legit i like all local brewery type places so yeah. i will continue to support but atypical you hold the you hold the you hold this i think you hold the title right now atypical has a better vibe maybe it's so if you look at atypical it looks like an old hobbit house it does like some old shit you'd see on lord of the rings and it just looks fucking cool and they have a good outdoor seating srb does not have outdoor seating and i've told the dude i was like dude it'd be cool man if i could just bike down here and sit outside and he's like there's no room because like that's his slim pickings for parking as it is just park on the fucking street like everybody else or have them park around a corner by Ebenezer's. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, atypical is... Yeah, it's a good time. They do stuff like... I mean, they do, like, live music. They'll do the improv. They, they, they've they been they've been picking it up, and it's... Yeah. I mean, it's tight over there. You can't... There's no parking lot over there. It's all on the street. And That's just, true, yeah. They're, doing, they're, they're doing fine. It's just street parking. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but they are different. Atypical does more experimental shit. So I'm drinking a sour, uh, a golden sour ale with peaches, Ooh. and it's aged in, uh, it says barrel aged. I don't know what kind of barrel, but. A, a, a circular one, probably. Sir, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was a wine barrel. <laughs> I was hoping it was a wine barrel, man. I've been getting into this fucking wine barrel beers. I don't even know. I got this. I have a, a wine barley ale upstairs. Oh yeah. yeah, I got that. I brought that back from Albuquerque. It's That's called strong. the yeah. It's ten percent. Mm-hmm. It's called the chicken killer, and it'll put you on your fucking ass after a couple of them on empty stomach. You done, son? Yeah, dude. Speaking of oh SRB, they have a beer called the uh, Professor. That's like twelve percent, I think, and uh, one glass, man. You're gonna the be professor. Feeling it. Yeah, yeah, fuck, that's appropriate. The professor, yeah. Oh, pills not hills. No, awesome. hills not hills not pills. Hills, yeah. Hill, hills and pills. <laughs> and no hills, no pills. I don't know where we're at. And dude, if you have diabetes, you could fucking cure it yourself. No, yeah, no just, pills. Just inject involved. yourself with bleach. <laughs> don't do that. Isn't that isn't that what old DJT said at some point? Not bleach. He said he said something like that, like shine light in the body. Lysol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lysol or something. Shout out Lysol. U- oh, yeah, UV light, which that does work, dude. If, if you, it does. They sell a water purifier that's just a light, <clears throat> so it's good to have you if you're out there in the mountains. Yeah, and if there's pretty strong evidence, too, showing that it doesn't do very well in sunny areas and it doesn't do well in outside environments. Oh, cr- so, coronavirus? Yeah, yeah. 100%, dude. Um, yeah, if you're outside in the sun... Good luck getting coronavirus. I don't think it's, um, that's just my theory. I don't know. They probably don't want people saying that, you know, but, uh. Are you talking about the pandemic, brother? <laughs> yeah. The government set it up to control the populace. You're just another one of the sheeple. Bro, you want to talk about that? Oh, I'm, my I'm pretty God. Sure Here we go. My theory, <laughs> it 
Ch- goddamn China. All right. Goddamn. This stuff was China. made in a, in a lab in, in a Wuhan. F- I'm going to act like Bobby real quick. In a, in a fucking lab <laughs> in fucking <laughs> Wuhan in fucking goddamn fucking China. <laughs> You know, it's in China. It's in a fucking Wuhan lab. It's fucking. It's like, what are you doing? It's coming what down. What are you doing, Macho Man? They're doing it <laughs> on purpose, infecting the people, the populace, to get back in America. Yo, I think that's what they're doing. Um, I don't know. I also think it's kind of a. I'm a, not gonna. Kind of I'm back not, to, I'm not to gonna say anything, dog, because I'm trying to live a long time. You start. You start putting China on on blast, dog. Dude. Uh, there was there was a scientist from the Wuhan lab who was like, yeah, dude, this was she's a whistleblower. Weird, he beat and himself she, to death with a bat. That, <laughs> oh yeah, that dude died. This is a different. Yeah, so the the doctor who discovered coronavirus, it was like, dude, we gotta tell the world about this because fucking it's fucking up Wuhan. Uh, yeah, that guy's dead now. So yeah, think about uh, that. Young boy, a lot of shady shit. 32 year old doctor. Yeah, they didn't. They, I think they're they're still denying any outside investigators to come investigate the the basis of where that all came from. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that should. Let me me fact check this real quick. That should that should make you very skeptical when when something like this affects the entire entirety of the world. Well, and then when where it came from, they they won't let anyone else come check it out. I'll tell you why. Because that lab in Wuhan is working for the communist government of China to do military research for this type of chemical warfare. I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. Okay. Never mind. WHO team arrives in Wuhan to investigate three days ago. Oh, so this, is, this is three days ago. Yeah, they're, they're letting in... Three people. Uh, WHO. They've already been proven to be, like sympathizers to china i don't know enough about it to talk talk shit on it I, I want to though so bad it's because there was a video i seen of uh there's like a press conference f- with world he- world health organization officials and someone brought up taiwan or whatever country is in dispute that china owns taiwan taiwan yeah taiwan, someone's like yeah. there's someone brought up brought up taiwan and like the the who Oh yeah, he wouldn't. He, he wouldn't, wouldn't recognize, recognize Taiwan. Yeah, like, mm, I remember that. I ain't going there. It's like, what? like no, why not, bro? No, nah, man. There's a there's a border around there, and it's called a different thing because it's not that. Yeah. It's weird. It's fucking weird. Super weird. It's weird that it's still happening. It's like 20, 2021. Dude, hundred percent. I mean, even like the, with that shit over in, I mean, what is it, Crimea? Russia was trying to annex that shit. They got it right. I don't, I don't know that you just, just they just stopped reporting on it. It's like you're seeing all this fucking modern day warfare shit going on over there, and all of a sudden it's like, no one talks about it. No one talks about it. yeah. There's like a full blown Ukrainian war going on. That I don't know. Back when I was in Germany, that kind of when it kicked off, and um, um, I don't know. Like I guess I heard about it then, but it just. Like everything, it it fizzles away, dude. The next big headline comes up. It does, and that's it. It's weird. Like think about what we're missing because of coronavirus. Oh, dude, so much. It's insane. You know? 
It's what? insane. I mean, they call they call it what do they what do they call it? Pandemic porn. Yeah. I think that's a slang term they use for it because it sells. That's all it is. It fucking sells. But also, what's what's bigger than coronavirus? Politics, right? Racism, now. fucking uh, race, like the whole race issues in the U.S. That's for sure. That's that always that trumps. No pun intended. <laughs> that trumps any news headline you're gonna read. Sure. And it makes you think. Like, I don't know, man. Like, what's what else is happening? They keep, keep, they keep oh, shoving this race. Oh, just... what about uh, the little trickle effect of how the DOD's been releasing stuff about UAPs? And for those that are uninformed on what a UAP is, that's an unidentified aerial phenomena. Oh, yeah. Used to be called UFOs, unidentified flying object. Yo, but yeah. when I say UFO, there's usually a stigma involved when someone starts talking about UFOs. So they stopped using that, and they called them UAPs now. Oh, bro. It was like, it was I'm like, glad you brought this up. It was like two months ago, the DOD released, they found craft not of this world. I'm going to look this up real quick. It's like 60 pages of uh, documents just released. But, you know, yeah, there were some headlines about it. Um, but honestly, I haven't even sifted through these documents yet. Yeah, so I just Googled... Uh, DOD found craft not of this world. First thing that came up was a. It's from Fox 10 in Phoenix. Not made on this earth. Top secret Pentagon UFO task force reportedly expected to reveal some findings. Did you notice on the uh, latest fucking bill, too, for the, uh, the Corona Relief Bill, that there was a, a section in there that said that they are going to release. I don't want to say all the information, but some amount of information in the next 180 days about all things the government knows about whoa this whole thing like, why, 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 why is that why is that in the in the in the relief bill US Navy acknowledges UFO videos are real yeah no shit they got them on fucking camera on an F18 like duh released by Tom Delange from Blink One Eighty Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, that's so that, cool. That's interesting. You watched his podcast with Rogan. Yeah, right? yeah. That's I didn't. I was like, that guy looks familiar, man. I'm yeah. like, oh, this guy went fucking crazy. <laughs> he got all of his fucking band money from in the '90s, and he's fucking doing UFO stuff now. That was that was crazy to me. I miss him. I think he's I think he's back in the band. Yeah, his one of his meme where he's going like. What the fuck? Oh, that's the best. That's yeah. one of my most used memes. <laughs> one of my most used memes to this day. Yeah, hundred percent. Good on you. Good on. Good on your brother. I appreciate that video. Um, yeah, this is crazy, man. I don't know if I've always like I've always wanted to believe, right? Like everyone wants to kind of believe because it it it's it's fun to think about. Like it's it's fun to think that life as we know it, human existence as we know it, could undeniably be changed and flipped on its fucking on its head if something like this does come out and is proven without a reasonable beyond a reasonable doubt yeah but there's also a good chance that we have the technology already and uh, yeah i mean there's super a super top secret shit that that's a that's a thought that's that could be there for sure it could it's just a possibility to think about sure but i mean then yeah, but there's so many. So I like to think like everyone that's ever said they've seen something. I want to I want to say on a strong on a on a pretty conservative note, ninety five percent of those people are full of shit. 
What people? People Which, that claim to seen UFOs. They've been. They've seen the lights. They were been followed. There was a formation over uh, them. A lot of this stuff. Did. Yeah, a lot of this stuff can be explained for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, except when I mean, there's been cases where a whole shit ton of people report the same thing. It's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, like that 1994 fucking. I think it was Zimbabwe. Do you know about that? No, I'm thinking of the one in Phoenix. Let me, There's something let me look in this Phoenix. Up. 1994 Zimbabwe UFO. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah, so it was in 1994. It was broad daylight. Tracking down of the more than 110 children and staff who had been at the school, which sits just outside the small agriculture center of Rua. When the aliens landed in 1994, she thought she was probably the only one still in the country. Yeah, so this was a, a landing that happened like midday outside of the school in Zimbabwe in 1994. Uh, so for those of you that aren't familiar, just look up Zimbabwe, 1994 Zimbabwe UFO, and just scroll to your heart's desire. It, uh... It happened in like midday. Uh, it was elementary school. There were a handful of teachers there. Like everyone that got interviewed said the same thing, explained the same way, saw the same stuff. These kids were drawing the same drawings. And the, I think one of the, I don't know where it's at, but like I think I read on it. And like the kids all had like the same thoughts at the same time. Like they all said they felt like the same way and they were being told something without being verbally told something. It's crazy. I, I know people are full of shit. I, like, I'm full of shit. People are very capable of lying. People want to feel important. People want to say, the aliens chose me. I'm important. I got, I saw the light. I'm in the UFO. I'm in the craft. They worked on me. Listen to my story. I'm important. My life's important. Full of shit. But to tell me 110 people in fucking rural Zimbabwe are making up some fucking lie about this, like. Yeah. That's a hard. That's a that's a hard stretch. I don't know. I think there's a ton of stuff we 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 can't explain, and people just automatically want to assume. But there's some stuff that we have on camera, from Navy aircraft on video, tracked with a FLIR, which is a forward-looking infrared, like a camera. So the little balls you see on the front of aircraft, like those things are pretty gangster, and those don't lie. It's weird. Yeah, so the uh <clears throat> that video you're talking about, the the USS Nimitz video. Yeah. The the craft it went from I don't know what elevation, but 60,000 foot. Fucking down to zero and then into the into the ocean, right? Like when No, no, it they they saw it above the ocean because there was what caught the pilot's eye was the water was the water was breaking, so it was there was no winds. It was he said it was like less than 5 knot winds. Yeah. Which makes the water stay relatively calm but what caught his eyes they were i think he said they were at like fifteen thousand feet or something like that he saw uh white water which means something's in the water oh, yeah. so the water hits it and it turns into white like when the, you see the waves coming it turns white right because something's disturbing it yeah. well he saw this and it caught his eye and they immediately went down to check it out because they're fucking like 20 miles off the coast or something like that where it's super deep water and they're like, oh, it's probably like a submarine or something they're not familiar with. But like, go down there, and the 
<clears throat> I want to say it was the the Wizzo, which is a West weapon systems operator. That's the person that sits behind the pilot. They're the one that like is the navigator. They they, they use the FLIR, the forward looking infrared. He was trying to get on to the, whatever that object was, but he couldn't because it was A, not putting out any sort of heat emission, which is how you can lock onto something. But what he did was he locked onto the actual shape of it. And you can hear him go like, oh, fuck yeah, I got it. Because it started flying away. And, uh, yeah, it was on camera. They chased it, I think, for it was like five minutes or something like that. And I'm I'm probably going to fucking butcher the details. But there was a bunch of other crazy weird details that were happening in that process of them, like, trying to see it, trying to follow it. It vanished. It came back. And I don't know. It's It's a crazy story. And I think that's some of the more compelling evidence to... UFOs or UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena, if you will. Yeah, I think it's some of the more compelling stuff today. Like, I'm not going to listen to crazy, crazy Aunt Betty saying she was driving back from working the midnight shift at Waffle House. Like, I want to believe, but like, show me proof. Yeah, and people do get delusional, and they they, they honestly believe that something happened to them. And it's I think just, it's uh, not true. No, and not uh, just for UFOs, but like, a lot of like, dude, so much stuff. Mental health, like yeah. I don't think mental health gets brought up enough. Like, oh, the mob is after me, you know, or, or someone's after me. They're like, are they? Or have you been smoking crystal meth and now you're paranoid? Yeah. So. Or are you schizophrenic, paranoid, schizophrenic, and multiple personality disorder? Yeah. And but you can't. It, you haven't slept in four days. But if you're a fucking navy pilot, and you've been vetted, and you've been in this thing where you have to get psychoanalysis every year, and you have to, yeah, you have to talk to people that listen to what you're saying and respond to what you're saying. And if you can get by all that and them not call you a fucking nut, like good on you. Granted, there's people that make it to the top ranks that retire and they get out and 20 years later, they're fucking crazy. Oh yeah. But it's rare. You see someone get up to the top of the military. Uh, they said that a lot of this UFO shit happens around nuclear, nuclear weapons as well. So there's been some stories of security forces, airmen and Minot back in the day. Seeing some shit. Yeah? Yeah. I want to say I heard that we, we started getting pretty strong evidence of encounters as soon as we split the atom. I don't know where I read that at. I could be full of shit. I'm probably full know. of shit. I think Stalin has, I think Russia has something to do with a lot of the shit that people saw back in the day. Oh, he was fucking with people hard. Wasn't, wasn't he the one that was like... He was like trolling the fuck out of America, right? Because this is like after he saw Roswell, didn't he start? Didn't he do something that would tr- like you start trolling the military? Hundred percent, dude. So Stalin knew very well about the War of the Worlds. Uh, I'm good. You good? You got that one? Yeah. So Stalin knew the effect that the War of the Worlds, that radio show, happened and how it affected the uh, oh, yeah. the general population yeah, yeah, yeah. of the U.S. Which um, what I don't know what year it happened, but it was a radio show of a fictional story of an alien invasion and people just fucking tuning into it thinking that it's real and going I remember insane. that people lost their fucking mind yeah so because uh, they, they didn't know the they 20s uh no that was this is Stalin's, 30s Stalin's this is post-world war ii isn't it no the war of the worlds is, is prior world war ii for real war of the worlds radio was that radio the radio broadcast yeah H.G. Wells. 1938. Prime time. That's a fucking good year right there. But anyways, the so, so he knew 
so this is I'm, I'm getting this information from uh from annie jacobson's book about area 51 so the whole roswell thing she has a source saying that that's a russian aircraft sent to fuck with us and those aliens that um that we found they're they're kids they're mentally handicapped kids and even Get the fuck out of here nazi scientists like you know operation pepperclip some we got some scientists yeah and they, yeah. Got, they got some scientists most too. people have known about that so know about it so with the help of some of the nazi scientists they kind of they mess with these kids dude to make them look like aliens so they uh, they changed the color of their skin. They, I don't know, all their hair fell out. They they Fuck. fucking messed with uh, their eyes and made them look like aliens. What we think of aliens look like: the fucking big head, big eyes, small body. No, um, no, no muscle mass. Fucking no, yeah. The cliche. What do they call them? Gray bodies. Gray bodies. Yeah. 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 So uh, Stalin's goal was to Jeez. crash an aircraft and then uh, like have have us find it and start freaking out this well, is just it, after will it will it worked good job on you stalin dude the I don't, biggest troll of all time it didn't work that well because they kept it under wraps pretty good they did but there's a fucking cult like following like afterwards like, that's true but we, but we never went crazy and like not to not not like mass hysteria but fuck we're talking about it. it's 2021 yeah we're talking about it but we're also we're still guessing that you know yeah true but I don't, maybe with these new documents that are being going to be released maybe we'll be like holy shit dude yeah i don't know they've been giving out a slow trickle effect to stuff this last year um, and i think that's i, I don't want to assume but i think it's for a reason because i think if you lay something that's that could be potentially i don't want to say life-altering but something that will It'll change the way we think for sure as a as a country, as a state, as a country, as a civilization, as a human race. It's going to ruin religion. Or not ruin it, but I don't want to say ruin it. It's going to guessing their religion. It's going to second guess and it's going to be hard to hard to make those two mesh and still make religion make sense. Yeah. But I think it'll <clears throat> I don't know. I think it could it could be it could be good and it could be bad. Like if if let's say Biden, when Biden takes office and three months down the road, he's like, hey, America, they're real. They've been here. They're here. We've talked to them. We've communicated with them. We have their craft. They they want nothing to do with us. They are just looking to see what the fuck we're doing. And we know they're here. They know we're there. People would lose their fucking mind. To, to It's hard to fathom that like, so different apes are smart. Dolphins are smart. Squid are smart. There's a ton of animals and mammals that are extremely intelligent, but nothing is like us. Nothing can create stuff. No, no one can create this microphone or brew this beer to the to the extent we can. But to fathom that there's something else out there that can think, communicate, talk, develop, and do stuff, and then exceed everything the fuck we're doing because they're here and we're not there. Yeah. That's that's a hard one. To, that's a hard pill to swallow. That means that means we're le- that means we're inferior. Yeah, but I think we'll get over it. Like it, it'll be weird for a couple months, but it'll be the new normal. It'll, it'll be weird for like a couple decades. Masks, you know? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. It'll it'll get, it'll be weird for a while, but I, th- I I don't know. 
are, every movie that talks about UFOs is like, fucking kill them, man. Shoot them all. Do it the American way. Fuck them. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. What was that movie? that movie with Jack Black where he's in the army and he's fighting the aliens? They're like, nah, nah, nah. They're like, nah, 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 nah. Jack Black? Yeah, it's like Attack from Mars, I think is what it is. Mm, never seen it. What? Oh, my God. That's the best fucking, that's the best alien movie ever. Don't, you've never seen Attack from Mars? No way, dude. I've never even seen oh that. Oh, my God. Ever. Are you fucking kidding me? Attack from Mars pinball. It's a pinball game. You've never oh, seen Oh, that dude? You've never seen this movie? No. I've I've seen that alien yeah, this is Attack from Mars. It's probably one of the better alien movies. It's probably going to be the most accurate to what it is. Wait, it says 1988, dude. Is Jack Black really in it? Oh, yeah, he was in it. No way. Oh, yeah, he was in it. He was like some army private that was going in. He gets killed like halfway in. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched it, but it's been out for 20 years, so fuck your spoiler alert if you're related to one. Hmm. Oh, yeah, great movie. They come in here, and we just start getting in a fight with them, and they got big heads, and we start popping our big-ass heads because we're America, brother. Bro, but... Um, back to Area Fifty One. So, Ooh. wanted wanted to finish it off with. That's that's why it's so secretive because, dude, if Russia's gonna make some fucking alien kids out of real humans, we're gonna fucking do it too. And that's oh, to, what, th- to think we didn't retaliate and then some. You're full of shit. Well, we wanted to like uh, reverse engineer. Like, damn, how how did they? Did they? You know, these are alien or these are human kids. How did they do it? And we tried. That's why. There's a lot of secrecy because it'd be awful to know that the government took mentally handicapped kids and tried to make them look like aliens. Like, if yeah. That, if that came out to the public as like general knowledge, fuck. I don't know about that. I mean, um, but that's what that's, that's what. That's, the, that's horrible, no doubt. But militaries and governments have done tenfold worse things. And that's true. I mean, I, I think that it's a big deal for sure. It's fucking wrong and it's horrible and it's evil. But I don't think the world is going to be super upset if it comes out that they got a couple of mentally handicapped kids that they fucking deformed and morphed to look like gray bodies to to troll America. I don't know, man. Like kids are a whole different ball game. Like, yeah, I'm sure we've done it to adults. <gasps> well, Mangala did a lot of shit to. Twin, oh, twin kids. Dark motherfucker. I knew we were going to start talking about goddamn <laughs> Nazis. All right, for the listeners out there, let's get this straight. I fucking bleed red, white, and blue. Okay. Uncles <laughs> served in NAM. Grandparents served in the old fucking WW2. Okay. I got a, I got a great, 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 great uncle that fought in the Spanish American War. So shout out to USA. Shout out to America. Doesn't mean anything. The German-American boond, the 1930s American Nazi party. We're so fucking patriotic. Did you did you watch that, Mark Felton? Because that came out. That's a new one. Yeah. I watched that last 100%. night. <laughs> hey, Mark Felton, if you ever get yeah. a, if you ever want to fucking collab, dog, hit me up. Mark Felton, for those of you who don't know, if you get bored and you want to watch some stuff about World War II, uh, there's, it's not just World War II. There's, there's World War II. There's some, like, Vietnam stuff, stuff that happened in the 70s, 80s, 90s, mainly World War II stuff. If you want non-biased non-fluffed very well edited and straight to the point informational videos look at mark felton productions f-e-l-t-o-n productions he's got a ton of awesome stuff uh all of his stuff is free on youtube it's very informational it's a matter of fact 
It's uh, short, just like 10 minutes. Yeah, like like five minutes to maybe 15-minute videos. Yeah. It's not like the 10 craziest conspiracies the military's <laughs> done in Vietnam. And it's like, you got to watch this fucking stupid video for 30 minutes just to watch some shit you can Google in fucking 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark Felton, keep doing what you're doing, man. That's why it's so popular, dude, to have a history... Uh, YouTube channel to have over a million subscribers. But he does he really? Good. Yeah, he's over a million. Good for him. Yeah, he's a nerdy looking fella, but I need someone like him in my life, man. I can't tell you how many times I've got like, the wife's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, <laughs> looks like I'm pouring a glass of whiskey, getting a fucking, getting a little bowl of fucking pretzels, and I'm seeing what Mark Felton's up to tonight. Oh yeah, dude, you can get lost in his. Dude, so lost. It's so it's so much good stuff, too. It's so fascinating what happened in pre World War Two, World War Two, and post World War Two. It's a it's oh, a yeah. it's a crazy time. Even with him talking about uh, the American Nazi Party before World War Two kicked off, that was, I didn't know about that. I didn't know there were fifty thousand strong in America. Well, I mean, Americans. Or was that was that the majority? Was that, was that the UK? There were fifty thousand strong. It was that Os, Oswald guy that ran the fascist party. I think it was in Britain. They had the like fifty thousand members in their oh, fascist yeah. party. I think we had like ten thousand. Yeah, Britain, calm it down. Um, but the majority of Americans, or your we're German heritage. That's like we're more. There's more Germans that immigrated here than English. So chances are you have German blood in you, and I don't know if that played a role in the German American boon. But I don't. It, it existed, and it was it's fucking crazy to watch the videos of these rallies that the, these American Nazis had. It looked just like they were in Germany. Like the it was huge weird, banners. but they had like banners of Andrew Jackson and George Washington yeah, in the background. George Washington. But they're walking around, it's like American flag, Nazi flag, American flag, Nazi flag. And you're like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? And they truly loved America. Like they, they did. They said they, did. they were patriots. They had, George, they had Washington, George Washington, like 100 foot tall banner behind them. But they were... They, they were straight up fascists. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they considered Washington the first fascist, or the first, or just a fascist. That they, they that that's why they used him as uh, their fucking. It's so weird, man. People can go to the history books and read stuff and in, interpret it a certain way. And be like, that fits my narrative. Oh yeah. We'll use this guy. And now you got now you got ten thousand people saying the same shit. Because you thought you read a book a certain way and, and read this message a certain way and, and interpreted something a certain way. Yeah. And now you have this following based on things you're saying. Well, I will say that um, Hitler, Hitler was, he, he looked at the way that how we treated African-Americans. He kind of used, like that kind of influenced some of our like eugenics. Sure. And uh, all that stuff. But yeah. From what I read, Hitler kind of, uh, they were, he wasn't inspired by us because he always had his, his racial No, but he agenda. saw, he saw what, what it, what, what it was capable of and how he could use it to his advantage for yeah. sure. Like we didn't, the uh, he, he was, he was the wrong guy at the right place. Yeah. hundred percent. At the right time. hundred percent. One hundred percent. Let's get this out of the way. Horrible human being. One of the most evil people that have probably stepped on this world. Did horrible things to thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. <clears throat> but you can't deny of how clever he was at the time. He was he was in rule in a country that was hurting and a, and a, a people that was looking for a leader and 
he just happened to fucking take those shoes on and use it for every wrong way possible. I don't know, man. Well, that that's true to a point, but yo, what about that? The beer hall push in 1928. Uh, that was a fail, and it, the, most was that was that where you tried, tried to like overpower those guys at the bar? It, or whatever it was that, that was? Coup, yeah, yeah. Tried to take like, over the yeah, Munich like government. You arrested some guys. Tell us about that. Are you familiar with the details on it? I did. I don't know. I, I what was it called? The beer hall. Beer hall push. P U T. Uh, SCH. There it is. I just know he wasn't that popular in Germany. Like, no, he pe- wasn't. People knew he was a radical. Like, it's a little fucking scrawny guy with a stupid mustache. Had a shaky ass hand because he was fucking snorting too much meth. Yeah, the beer hall push, also known as the Munich push, was a failed coup d'état by Nazi party leader Adolf Hitler. Yo, that's in 19, 1923. 1923, that's yeah. Early. General Quartermeister Erich Ludendorff. Another confound leaders in Munich, Bavaria, on 8 to 9 November 1923 during the Weimar Republic. Hitler tried to take over, but him and his boys didn't have enough fucking elbow grease to get the shit done. Yeah. So he went back, fucking hit the, got the, got the light bulb, smoked some more meth, sort of coming up with some better ideas, and then, boom, was it 1935 or 37, he became chancellor. So wild. Dude, it's a crazy time. <clears throat> And it's crazy that some of the guys that served under this guy are still alive. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like guys that served, like, like, not underneath him, like, but guys that were in that regime, guys that were in the German army, the German navy, uh, and the SS, and the Gestapo, whatever. There's people that are still alive. Barely. Barely, but they're still fucking alive. It's 2021. Well, yeah, I, I saw a video, even a lot of Hitler youth are still alive. That's for sure. Oh, fact. Yeah, fact. So, they grew up admiring their fucking god, and they're still alive to this day. Yeah. No, it was it was a. You can't you can't deny the the German people of that time, on the on how they were the the machines they were the, the scientific breakthroughs they made the engineering, leaps they went like it they they did some crazy shit in an extremely short amount of time, comparatively to everything everything else. Bro, and didn't Hitler, all he wanted was the German land back that was taken for, taken from him. Like, after World War One, they fucked Supp- with the borders. Suppo- supposedly. World War One, they fucked with the borders. Germany got fucked after World War One. Granted, they shouldn't have fucked around and gotten to World War One, but after, uh, the tr- it was the Treaty of Versailles, I think yeah. is what it was. Yeah. They went fucking, everyone else laid their fucking dicks down and put Germany in the fucking dirt. Yeah, do you know? borders shrunk. Some say that without American help, that war would have never ended, right? So we, Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson, the president at the time for the U.S., he was against making that war like a loser-winner type outcome. He wanted a draw, saying, "Yo, the war is going to end. It's you're you're gonna." He wanted Germany to keep the borders. Not, he didn't, he didn't want to punish Germany. But that motherfucker, no. he had a stroke before the Treaty Treaty of Versailles, and the French president went and fucking. Changed. He said, "Nah, motherfucker, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. lose." That's what happened. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. So, so Woodrow Wilson didn't have his third stroke. He he had. God many, damn it, Woodrow! He had strokes up the wazoo when he was president. Hills not pills, brother. Fuck. He was not 
going for runs for real. He was not. His veins were so fucking small from his heart not pumping. Gosh, dang it, Woodrow. <laughs> but, yeah, so Poland, like Danzig. Danzig was a German, that's a German city. I thought that was a band that sings Mother. Mother. That's a badass, that's a badass song and a badass singer, too. Glenn Danzig. Glenn. He, he's, a, he's a god amongst men. An alpha male, no doubt. <clears throat> but I don't want to defend Nazi Germany. No. But um, I can kind of see where they're coming from. They just, I don't know, maybe they went too far with... Uh, maybe they did, homie. With the Jews? A little bit. <laughs> but, uh, a, little, a little bit. It's kind of fucking horrible. Yeah. No, so it was a, it was a, it was a hurting population of people that thought they saw the light in this guy, old, old Adolf. And he, he told them what they wanted to hear. He made them money. He made them a name in the game again because they got their dick kicked in after World War One. He was the, he was the wrong guy for the right job. And oh, yeah. he, and he fucking knew how to do what he needed to do to put them at the top again. And that's exactly what he did. And then in that, he did horrible atrocities that this world would never forget. And you think he fucking fooled the Germans? He fooled us too. He was Time Magazine Man of the Year uh-huh. in 1933, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What about what about how the Ford Motor Company got? Co- I think it was they coined. They were building fucking cars for the Nazis up until like 1938 or something like that. <laughs> Even during World War II, were Ford they? was doing engines for the tanks. No. I think. Well, Ford still has plants in Germany. There's no um, way they were building it while we were at war with them. I do. So Ford and Hitler, they were buds. They each had they each had photos of themselves or each, of each other on each other's offices in their um, on their wall. Here we go. Ford and GM scrutinized for alleged Nazi collaboration. What year is this? Oh, they they actually denied. That they assisted the Nazi war machine. Mm. Uh, pretty sure one of the whoever was in charge of Ford at that time got some fucking pretty high high award from the German military. Anywho, yeah, a lot of weird shit was going down before World War Two. Allegiances, ideologies. Man, anti-Semitism was so rampant, even in the U.S. Like. So Ford, I never understood that. Like, why? Who's the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Even even today they, like, are, still like, why is there always like all these Jew jokes? Like, who gives a fuck? Honestly, like, I've, some of I've, the some, some of the extremists got like long fucking sideburns and they wear weird shit. Like, who cares? Yeah, I don't know who I I I, I don't know any Jews. I don't. And then and if you do, are they like like? I can't tell. So I, I know a couple. They're normal fucking people. They just yeah. they they burn a certain candle during like come Christmas, and that's about all I fucking know about it. Dude, hundred percent. Like, who's a fuck? And you talk to some people that are like, I've had this conversation with some guys like, no man, Jews control the world. I'm like, uh, how? They don't control my world. They're like, like, how do you care? Like, they control the banks. Like, okay, we're doing pretty good. World's still moving. Like, my yeah. money still means something. 
Like, I don't understand what your worry is. Someone's going to have to own the banks. Does it matter? Like, yeah, they're what? fucking charging fees to my bank account, bro. That 2% credit card huh. fee. Make more money. Uh, I don't know. I've never understood being anti-Semitic. It just never makes sense to me. I could, defi- I could definitely see why people hate Dutch people. Because they're cheap. I'm kidding. I think that was from Austin Powers, where Austin Powers' dad, like, I hate people who hate other people's cultures. The Germans don't like the Dutch. And the Dutch. But according to old Adolf, he thought that the that the Jews were they wanted to destroy the American or they wanted to just destroy the German family. How? <sighs> Dude, you can't find you can't find an answer on why Hitler hated the Jews. You can't. You'll there, there, you read some things like the guy that denied Hitler to go into, into the art school was a Jew. So you know, for those of you that don't know, Arlo, Hitler was an artist and drew paintings and tried to get into art school, but his shit wasn't good enough. He and talks so, about it in Mein Kampf. He talks about why he hates the Jews. Does he really? Yeah. What? Why? I haven't read this. I'm curious. I don't know. What the fucking? We'll have to read it and come back oh and talk my about it. God. <laughs> Listen, we've been wanting to do this podcast for a while. We wanted to go straight conspiracy theory with the tinfoil hats. And as soon as he got over to my house tonight, he was like, listen, man, I've been studying for something else. I didn't do any any prep work. I did a little bit. A little bit. I'm like, dude, we can, we can postpone it. And he's like, yeah, I think we're going to postpone it. And I was like, here, man, drink a beer. I don't know. Here's I, a second beer. This is a good start. It's a good putting, a, we're gonna putting di- the foot into the puddle here. We're putting our foot into it. But sooner or later, we're going to the high dive, brother, and we're going to belly flop into this bitch. We're going to come back with uh, some notes. Notes. research. I'm going to come back with notes, facts, Bobby Mason telling me how to say things. I'm going to come back with video evidence, dates, people, what they were fucking wearing. But can I tell a story about a Nazi? Oh. Okay, just you, remember, this goes live, brother. All right, this is uh, <laughs> one of the most notorious Nazis. <laughs> I thought it was like a personal story. I was like, just remember, people are going to hear this. Oh, no, no. This is a story about how uh, Reinhard Heydrich was <clears throat> assassinated. Who's that? Who the fuck? Who, Reinhard, um, he's the guy behind Einsatzgruppen, which was... Um, this, the German soldiers who would follow the wake of the Wehrmacht. Okay, you uh, seem you seem really familiar with these names, and you can pronounce them very well off the cuff, which starts to worry me. Oh man! Well, when you watch keep it going documentaries Ma- like I do. Shout out Mark Felton documentaries. Keep going, keep going. Sorry. All right, so the Einsatzgruppen. These guys were fucking. Yeah, they're ruthless, but. Honestly, it could be any one of us, you know, when you're put in the situation, these are the guys that, that you see the videos of them shooting, uh, the Jews to take them out to the woods. And these guys are, these guys are called the what? The Einsatzgruppen. Okay. And so there's like Einsatzgruppen A through D. So it's just, it's, uh, the Eastern front. So these guys, they were, and they weren't just Germans, they were Ukrainians, Romanians. Were they Hungarian too? I think Hungarian. Yeah. yeah, every country had their own. Yeah. Because mo- oh, yeah, I forgot about. They're, yeah. just, they're just fucking. They're regular dudes. Um, but yeah, they would. Um, they they were in charge of 
uh, going through the, to, to the villages, rallying up all the Jews, putting them into ghettos, and then taking them uh, out to the woods, having them dig a trench, and then they would shoot them. And it was crazy as that it had to be methodical. So they, they forced, they forced the Jews to lie on top of each other. Like they they would shoot. So they would shoot someone, he'd fall in and they would, they would force another uh, Jew to lie on top of the the dead guy under him. And and they would, they would shoot him and they would try to shoot him a clean shot, but they were getting so drunk, dude, because, like, who can do that, you know? Who can, who, who can do that and not want to fucking suck start their own rifle? Yeah. Like, like I'm sure a lot of them did. I, I don't care how fucked up and evil you are. After, unless you have some crazy fucking mental issues, like, whether it be Nazi ideology, whatever, like, it's going to have an effect on you. Oh, man. To a certain extent. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Ugh. But... So that's what the Einstein group and that's that's what they did and like it's the worst part of the war. That's that's kind of what the Nazism at at its worst is is what they were doing, just rallying up, rallying Jews up, and fucking shooting them in the back <clears throat> of the neck. But so the guy in charge of that the died. fucking neck. Yeah, they they wouldn't even do the back of the skull. They, they from what I've read, they've they've tried all different methods, and the I don't know the back of the neck was like. I think because they, they're shaking so much and they aim for the neck because you could either go up. I don't know. Sure, no, that, yeah, that would make sense. But, go to the head, you go up a little too high, you're going to miss it. Hit the neck, you're going to hit the head, you're going to hit the yeah, fucking... Yeah, you're going to graze them. Hit the throat or fucking upper chest. Yeah, it's awful. I think it, oh. I think I watched it on Netflix, the Eintasgruppen documentary. It's like a six-part episode. No shit. Yeah, but and anyways, the man in charge of that, the, the, my, the guy behind it is Reinhard Heydrich. So he was, um, he, after he was in charge of, uh, the Czech, he was in Prague. So he was like the head Nazi of Czechoslovakia. And of course there was a a Czech resistance as there always is in these countries in Europe whenever the Nazis are in power. Actually, fun fact, he's the, he was the president of, president of Interpol. International police. He when did that start? When did in the fifties or sixties that started? Started during before World War Two because he was one of the presidents. Did it really? Yeah, he was in charge of Interpol. Huh. So maybe in the thirties. Convenient. Yeah, a little fun fact for you, but um, just yeah, there was a an assassination attempt to kill him by these two Czech resistance fighters, and. And guess what, dude? They were trained by the British. So Ooh, the fucking Brits. Before the CIA, there was British. The British kind of started the whole unconventional warfare. Like, yeah, they started that shit back in like 1500 when they were sailing boats. Dude, oh, so after, um, they, dude, before. They, they're, they're the masters of fucking getting dirty in the, yeah. in, in, in the intelligence world and the fucking... That shit was outlawed. Being unconventional, <clears throat> all that guerrilla warfare, it was considered ungentlemanlike. So, yeah, it, I think it was until like the 1900s that the Brits had control of like a third of the real estate in all the world, or something like that. Something fucking crazy number. I'll look. I'll look it up. I in believe a minute, it. But... I believe it. I, actually, uh, I think, dude, what's that? What's that uh, Japanese town? Tokyo, I think. 
how it's still under not, not Tokyo, uh, Shanghai. Oh yeah, it's still under British rule, isn't it? Yeah. That's crazy uh, that, to me. Yeah. That's fucking crazy to me. But I think in 2050 it's going to go back to China and so they're trying to fight it because who wants to live under Chinese rule? Japanese rule or Chinese rule? It's it's Chinese. Yeah, it's China. It was the whole it was during the whole opium trade where oh yeah. Brit Brit the Brits uh took over they they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll give you this much opium if you give us this fucking land. Dude, them powdery white wig-wearing motherfuckers had it figured out, dog. <laughs> yeah. Them dudes were fucking hustling opium, fucking slave trade, fucking wars, fucking real estate. Them dudes, them, Dude. them old dudes with big guts figured figured it out. History is so cool. It's There's so much fucking cool shit, and there's so much fucked up stuff in it, too. It's, it's good to read about. People need to know history, because if people don't read history and people want to... Erase history books and get rid of get rid of statues and and delete things. It's it's fucking bound to repeat itself, man. It's bound to fucking repeat itself. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it already does with shit in the books. We know it. It's still oh. shit still happens the same way it did fifty years ago. 100 oh years yeah, ago. like with um, the mask wearing. You saw the photos from nineteen eighteen from the flu pandemic. The people, Spanish flu. People holding up signs saying like, "Wear a mask." That's like. Yeah, and that that. I think the Spanish flu killed, what, like a third of the fucking world population? Yeah. That's crazy. You just got out of, a, of, a, of one of the first, the first world war of modern time. You just survived the trenches for two and a half years. And then you come back to homegirl Betty. Mm-hmm. And then you got to worry about fucking dodging the Spanish flu. That's going to kill a third of the people you know. Oh, my God. That's Damn, a- I, I think there's a story behind the Spanish flu name. How It wasn't really... From Spain. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. History on Spanish flu Brian, name. I gotta pee so bad. Oh my god. Well, let's talk about the Spanish flu. I'm not gonna talk about it. So bad. Why was it called the Spanish flu? Because it started in Spain. I'll tell you what, brother. The 1918 influenza pandemic did not, as many people believed, originate in Spain. Fucking, I stand corrected. <laughs> in the spring of 1918, just as the man-made horrors of World War One were finally starting to wind down, Mother Nature unleashed, unleashed the deadliest strain of influenza in modern history. Huh. The virus infected as much as 40% of the global population over the next 18 months. Of these, an estimated 20 to 50 million people perished. More than roughly 17 million people killed during the First World War. So not only did it definitely kill more people in the First World War, it could have potentially killed triple the amount of people that died in the First World War. That is fucking insane. That's hard for that's hard to fathom. Like, we're at 200,000-something deaths, which is horrible. Like, one death is horrible. But to just fathom that, up to 40% of the global population dies in the next 18 months. So out of every fucking 10 people you know, four is fucking kicking the bucket on something you can't fucking see, on something you can't smell, on something you can't taste. Oh, That's wild. Fucking 40%. What are we talking about? 40% virus oh, infected as much as 40% of the global population for the next 18 months. Jesus. Tw- 20 to 50 million perished. Well, look up the... Uh bubonic plague was how many people died from that i don't know 
I don't need to start reading how many people died on plagues. Yeah. Bubonic plague deaths. Oh my god. Oh my god. They don't even know, dude. The Black Death Death pandemic resulted in the death of up to 75 to 200 million people in Eurasia and North Africa. That's a wild fucking guess, right? Oh my god. Even if it was on the low side, the bare minimum, that's 75 mil, dog. That's about... That's about a third of America. Bring out your dead. Oh, fuck. Like, I, I, I understand the world's never a perfect place. We can always be better as a, as a, as a city, as a state, as a nation, as a, as a populace. But, and, and people think that it's fucking horrible shit going on right now, which it is. But people don't understand. It can get fucking worse. It can get a lot fucking worse. Try dealing with this shit when you can't call your fucking Aunt Joanne that lives up in Wisconsin. Like, think about how this happened. Like, this shit was going around and hitting towns, and they didn't know what the fuck was happening because they can't communicate like we can now. Like, information doesn't spread. Technology wasn't as good as it was. Oh, yeah. People were more primitive. Things weren't as easily accessible as they are now. Um... And like I get it, times are times are tough, but fuck. Try living back then, like <laughs> not even on Black Death. Just go back to the fucking Spanish flu in 1918. You know what they didn't have in 1918? Fucking TV. Dude, barely didn't even have radio. The plague is. Go to a fucking go to Skid Row in L.A. You're gonna. People are still dying of the plague in California. That's because them anti-vaxxing motherfuckers. I tell you what, brother. You ever met an an anti-vaxxer? No. I have. And it's fucking weird. Because I'm not not smart enough to talk on it like I know it. Like, you can take this, 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 and this. But I've met someone. And I'm all about having an open conversation about it because I don't know everything. And I don't know everything good or bad about them. I know that... When you have a vaccine of any kind and you and you have a, a populace take it, there's going to be some bad side effects to some people. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen. There's nothing that's ever 100% effective and accurate. Everybody's different. Everybody is different. But I talked to one person and I was like, I don't know how I got brought up and like, no, I don't, I don't vaccinate any of my kids. And I'm like, why not? They're like, well, I've done my I've done my research. I don't want my kids to have it. And I'm like, I respect that. That's fine. But like, what kind of research you do? And they're like, YouTube. I'm like, oh, you like you fine. didn't. YouTube has a video. They're probably down Dude, now. They're probably they're probably out now. But it was like, no, they Googled stuff. Yeah. And they read forums and they read questions and answers on Quora.com. It's it's good Dude. To, it's good to question it. Dude You gotta question everything. Can you look up how many shots a fucking kid takes to get vaccinated? How many shots to get drunk? <laughs> hey, for Bobby Mason it's like thirty eight because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> Hashtag alcoholics anonymous. He sent me he was like he was like he sent me a text and he was like, Hey man. 
I'm getting a bowl of chili tonight. And I said, send me a pic, man. He sends me a pic. It's a fucking hot dog bun loaded with cheese, and it's a bowl that just looks like a bowl <laughs> of cheese because there's so much fucking cheese on it. I'm like, you know what, man? I I love me a nice a nice fucking cheese bun sandwich followed by a nice bowl of cheese and a, and a good old sweet tea. It's good for the gut. His uh, Bobby's resting heart rate is close to 100. But I tell him, it, Oof. you kind of, you're doing it to yourself. You know, he knows. He does. I told him all the time, he like, does. just gotta, gotta get healthy, man. He does, you but feel he, better. He's got that gen. He's got that those crazy weird like southern, that gentlemanly southern genetics where he's. Have you ever looked at his forearms? He's like fucking Popeye dog. He's got like oh, his, yeah. his forearms are cut. Dude, I tell him, bro, you you have the, you have the body. You could be a buff dude. He could be fucking yoked. Like dude, a couple, a couple, a, a cup, a little bit of Dynabolic steroids and some HDH, dude. Yeah, dude, he could be fucking unstoppable. He's got those calves. He got the, the... And calves are fucking genetic. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. I don't care how many calf raises you do. Yeah. How many calf workouts you do? The shape of your calves is genetic. Got My me. calves have stayed the same way before I could run a fucking eighth mile to I could run a fucking half marathon. Then bitches look the same. It's genetics. <laughs> That's crazy. I got pretty good calves too. I think I I could, I could consider myself a good calf guy. My, I don't know. I feel like mine's like a tube of ground beef. Oh man, at least I got, you don't I got, have I got, ankles. I got no. I got there's like definition, but it's not like the super like teardrop chicken chicken tender. Yeah, mine's like a chicken thigh. It's just kind of like the same all the way up. But they work good. They work good. I'm not complaining. I'm just I don't. You know, if I if I'm wearing some short shorts, you ain't gonna be like, "Damn, homie, let me see them calves." <laughs> so yeah, no 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 chick or dude is doing doing a double take on your calves. That's what you're saying. They walk by you in the street, they're not turning around and doing doing a double. No, they gonna, they're gonna go right to the mustache. Oh, they yeah. be like, "You sexy ass motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> a damn, bro. A, but back to damn. vaccinations. Oh my god. All right, here's what. So. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is actually a big. Um, he's like he's not an anti-vaxer, but he's he wants to bring knowledge to people about vaccinations. Who is this? Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And what he says, so he's like sixty something, I think. Um, but he's like he's like people who have autism, like you don't see. People my age having autism. You don't see like it wasn't a thing until the eighties, until vaccinations became more widespread. Sure, he's like, he's like, we've also like doubled in populace. Yeah, but he he's just saying like autism was never a fucking thing. When growing up with him, like nobody had autism. Did they know of? That's yes, yeah, true. We got we did got we got medically, to, you know, advanced and all that. But so like people don't want to say there was. People that had autism back then, but like, how much were they looking for it? How much? How much of it was a common thing? How many people had it, and they didn't know how to get tested or even know how to how to bring it up to a doctor? Just misdiagnosed. Misdiagnosed, or just didn't diagnose at all. Like it's easy to like. I'm not. I'm. Yeah. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. So it's easy to say about that stuff now, but like, we're more informed as a society. We're more knowledgeable as a society. Technologies obviously more advanced than it was at any point in time previous to where we're at now. 
So it's easy to say numbers have spiked because just like Corona, like you saw it here. It's like numbers are low. It's like, yeah, because you're testing 10 people a day out of 50,000. Like, yeah, numbers are going to be fucking low because we're not getting tested. Mm, yeah. Oh, it's kind of, it's like a dinosaur bones. <clears throat> like, why were why were bones found before the 1800s? The de- the devil <laughs> the devil put the bones there to, to 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 confuse you of the Christianity. Yeah. Were you did you did you hear Derek talk about that? Mm, He's from Tennessee, and like like they were telling he was saying telling us on the first episode like how the oh, chur- yeah, yeah. how the church the church was saying like dinosaur bones were put there by Satan. To test our faith. Yeah, because they're not real. Yeah. God's not real. Enjoy the Matrix. But it is crazy how um, how we could carbon date shit. And like, oh, yeah, this rock is 4 billion years old. Like, oh, my God. Dude. 4.1 <laughs> to 4.4 billion years old. That's insane. Yeah, it's cool. So 100 years ago, we couldn't do that. Fast forward where we're at now. We can. We can talk. On microphones, look at laptops, and then glance over to TV. And then I can look at my digital recorder I got over here. And it's recording the podcast. Just imagine what's going to be around another 100 years. It's hard to, you can't fathom it. People 100 years ago couldn't fathom where, we're, where we'd be at now. Mm, I think we could be more advanced if, um, I just think we're getting held back a lot by, uh, by the government and the fucking lobbyist, you know, like I, we should be fu- like electric cars should have been a thing, but there's so much money in oil. Oh yeah, and gas. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's 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 holding us up from electric cars. And- no, it is. But I think I think the as time goes, the more informed we are, and the more accessible information is, and that's why it's slowly going away. And that's why that's why things like Tesla are becoming so popular, and that's why. You know, Honda's coming out with electric stuff. Nissan is, you know, all these car manufacturers are starting to go the electric route because people are, I don't want to say they're getting woke, but people are seeing like it's its more plausible. Yeah, and I it's, like... It's, so e- it's easier to do. Toyota, I mean, so hybrid cars, <clears throat> I think that's a good transition. So Toyota, they have a new car coming out, uh, the RAV4 Prime, which, Ooh. It, which is it's a plug-in hybrid. So you get like 80 miles pure electric before it goes back to the gas that's a good transition that's pretty pretty solid it's a uh, yeah my brother had a prius and i drove i drove his prius from from um anderson south carolina which is work right outside of clemson university i drove it from anderson south carolina to st louis from st louis up to fort collins fort collins down to vegas vegas down to, to my mom's house over in arizona and then Arizona, back to St. Louis, and then back to South Carolina. And people always talk shit on Priuses, but I was in a Prius with my stinky-ass nephew, a dog, an arsenal of guns, and a whole bunch of gear. Dude, we were averaging like 53 miles a gallon. Hell yeah, it's pretty, it was, And it was pretty fucking comfortable. I love those MPGs. Oh, I'm all about it. It was. I'm not, I'm not opposed to Priuses at all. And for those of you that are like... You're a pussy. You're you're promoting <laughs> Priuses. Listen, I also own a 1999 Ford F250 diesel. sits on 35s and gets about 13 miles a gallon. So fucking eat a dick, bro. As someone who cycles a lot and runs, there's a group of people out there with 
these diesel trucks and they'll fucking roll coal on anything that is like environmentally conscious. So I've been running before, I've been uh, biking and running, I've been rolled coal on. And my buddy, um, he has a Prius as well. He's, he I've, says, I've rolled coal on people running before. Yeah. I've been that guy. It's a, di- it's a dick <laughs> move. It's a dick move. Dude, it happened in Mississippi, man. And I gave him, I gave the guy a thumbs up. And I think he, I, mean, I know he thought I fucked him off. So he fucking did a U-turn. And he came back at me. And I was like, dude, this is, I like, my heart started pumping. Like, this is about to go down. I'm about to get in a fight with a fucking Mississippi, Mississippi native. Yeah. That was scary. But he just, like, rolled calling me again and dipped out. So. <laughs> You're so cool, dude. So, you know what? You know, you know why they, you know why it comes out as black smoke? Because it's so. It's so so it's un, un unburned fuel that it puts out. So it comes out black, right? So, like my truck doesn't do that. Like I got some modifications on my diesel, but like if I stop the gas, there's no black smoke because it's tuned right, and it consumes all the fuel that it needs to. So it yeah. it's working efficiently. When guys do that, like either a you got a bunch of dumb shit under your truck, b you had someone tune it that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, or c you're just a fucking jerk off. Is it better gas mileage? No, no, because it rolls coal. So they, no, it roll rolling coal. It's like loading your engine with a bunch of fuel. The engine doesn't burn at all, so it becomes black smoke out your exhaust. So it's the opposite. Yeah, it does. It's fucking. You're wasting fuel at that point. What a fuck! What a fuckhead! <laughs> yeah, I've done it before. I had all back like ten years ago. I had a diesel and I had a, I had a tune on it where it would. Just load that engine up with fuel and just be like, just fucking black smoke everywhere. It's not cool, dude. No, it's not. I think, uh, yeah, I was, I was living in Utah from uh, 2015 to God's 2020. Country. And out there, that's where the Diesel Brothers were. So they, they got that TV show. Yeah, it's a pretty cool show. And they got a huge fine because they were they were doing the tunes to diesel trucks and making it roll call and they got a, they got fined. Yeah, what they were doing is they were getting trucks that had uh uh diesel exhaust filters on them and they were doing what people just referred to as deleting them where yeah. all the all the emissions on the diesel and the stuff that would make them be more efficient as far as emissions go, they would just delete all that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get fined. There's certain states that'll that'll make you have that and there's some that don't like North Dakota like North Dakota you can buy a brand new diesel that has a bunch of emission shit on it and you can delete all that emission shit off it and North Dakota doesn't give a fuck because you don't have to get that shit tested anywhere you just go to the DMV get new plates and you're good that's because it's so windy up here it's gonna just blow that shit out of the air yeah. right to Minnesota so yeah we'll... that and there's less than a million people in this big ass fucking state so no one gives a shit 100% dude but back in Utah in, in the Salt Lake Valley that Air gets trapped and oh, I've seen it. It's fucking horrible crazy. pollution. Yeah, the smog over in I stayed in Ogden for a couple of days when we were we were flying from here down to uh, Vegas. Yeah, we stopped in Ogden for a couple of days. And there's just like a fucking cloud, just like lingering in the fucking valley. It was gross. God damn. Utah's gorgeous though. I like Utah a lot. I love Ogden. I used to live in Ogden. Yeah, Ogden was a good time. Was a huge you, you ever been to uh, Lucky Slice Pizza down there in Ogden? Oh, you know it, dude. I like that's 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 legit. I got the I got the old sticker from Lucky Slice right there. Oh yeah, yeah. What? I like that place. 
That was the place to go, man. Yeah, a little hipster room pizza joint. If you're ever in Ogden and you want a good slice of pie, hit up the old Lucky Slice. They got beer on tap and pizza in the oven, baby. Nothing more you could ask for. They got good beer on tap. They got really good fucking beer on tap. And it's vocal just a, shit. Just a bunch of hipster Supremes working behind a counter fucking chilling. Oh, yeah. 100%. Slang, slaying pizzas, dude. It's a good time. Portugal the man behind the counter. They all look like <laughs> Portugal the man. Oh, yeah, I like Utah. There's some there's some good parts in there. There's also some weird parts in Utah. Then you get like down to where my fucking mom's at on the Utah Arizona border outside of Colorado City, Arizona. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, and that's where you see all that polygamy shit out there, and you see all them fucking, you see, it's weird. It's a different world, and people are unfamiliar with it. I've, my mom's been down there for, I want to say six, seven years now. We talk about it all the time, and it's like, I still don't fully understand how that world is out there. Like, the guy, my mom's, my mom's husband or boyfriend, whatever you want to call it, awesome guy, his name's Phil, probably one of the better guys I've ever met in my life. He is one of 68 kids. Same dads, different moms, but one of 68 fucking children. That is insane. Like, when I first met the guy, he was like, yeah, my, you know, my brother, my brother Mark or my sister Mary or like, and I'm like, oh, like, like your brother in Christ or your sister in Christ. And then like later on, I was like, oh, you literally met your fucking brother because your dad had 13 wives. How do you keep track? Dude, so it's... It was hard for me to fathom that. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? But he's not in the church anymore. <clears throat> no, he's not. So I guess the way it works is after there's like in the polygamous sect, like at a at a certain age, if you don't become part of their inner circle for the males, they'll cast you out. Yeah. And they casted him out. Yeah. Yeah. They. I don't want to speak out of terms. So Phil, if you ever listen to this, I'm pretty sure that's what you told me. But like at a certain point, if you're not part of that, that the good old boys club. Like you're out, but but everything prior to you getting getting the boot, like that's all you know. You're not you you don't conform to the outside world because you've been in this little cultish type life for your entire life. Yeah, dude, and we have to make the dis- like difference between Mormon or Latter Day Saints and fundamental fundamentalists. Those are fundamentalists are the ones who are polygamist. Yeah, so Mormons are not polygamist. No, Mormons they're 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 legit. I've Every, I've never met a bad Mormon. Like, they're always extremely polite, awesome people, fa- like, all about, like, the family life. Like, like I'm going to spend as much time as I can with my wife and my kids. Like, the, the, like the, it's, 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 a, it's an awesome lifestyle, and I've, I've seen no negatives from my eyes in the general Mormon lifestyle. Same here. Like, I would go running with uh, LDS. Actually, they don't even, they don't even like... You can't call them Mormon anymore. The, the church went away from that. Really? I'm, yeah, unf- so I'm, the, I'm unfamiliar with that. There's no longer Mormon.org. Um, really? And you can't even you can't even say LDS. They you have to say Latter Day Saints. You have to say it out. LDS but, sounds like you're throwing up some gang shit yeah. out of Chicago. You know, like LDS motherfucker. What up? But I, I don't know. For the for the sake of of now, we could say Mormon. I don't, you know. But yeah, so I used to go running with them, and dude, they were super cool. They're all super nice. They never tried to, you know, like change or ask me to join, you know. So no, and and they make some fucking gangster butter, Mormon butter. Oh my god, Mormon muffins. That's Mormon what. muffins, Mormon fucking butter. Listen, 
that that shit is there that butter will save that whole entire community until the end of the days i just imagine they got like 38 cousins just sitting there churning fucking seven days a week just cranking out pounds of butter and i'm not complaining one bit keep it coming baby hell yeah <clears throat> bro um so there i used to work with um a mormon <laughs> back in utah and so they don't drink they don't smoke or anything but he said he has bottles of liquor and smokes to be used uh, to barter with oh yeah yeah for sure in Fuck the case yeah. of the Fuck apocalypse yeah. Oh, shit. So whenever shit goes down, um, yeah, so they, I don't know if they're all, um, I don't know if they're all like that, but uh, they do have a stockpile of food and and some shit to barter with. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they're they're in it for the long haul, man. Like, yeah. There's some resilient, that's a resilient Type of people right there. What's that called when you when you stockpile water and food? Prep preppers, dude. Yeah, that's what it is. That a brain fart. Yeah, they're preppers, <clears throat> but they're not preppers like, like, like my crazy family out in Missouri. Like, no, they, we got three thousand pounds of rice that'll last for a hundred years. We got buckets full of fucking this and that, and we're good. We got ammo. We got. I think they yeah. are. I don't know. Well, I think the church has that. The church has some ca- some caves and. In the canyon, the Cottonwood Canyons, yeah, where they have a bunch of shit. I'm surprised you knew what Colorado City was. Oh yeah, Colorado City and I think Hilldale. It's Hilldale, yeah, it's yeah. Hilldale. Those are the two polygamist towns. Yeah, I've been through there. I've been to the park that's up in Hilldale. I went there to get some fresh, fresh spring water because they got a bunch of areas you can just go fill up your jugs full of fresh spring water. Dude, we had that in Ogden too. It's weird, no, man. No shit. I drove through there. Me and my brother actually went hiking up in the mountains up there and like just driving through the town. It's like all these girls just wearing like these little house on the prairie outfits. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I forget the meaning of it, but there's some houses that have a, I want to say a star or a Z above the door. And that symbolizes something like mm-hmm. it tells you like they're part of the inner circle or something like that. But it's very, very obvious that it's on their house. Damn, dude. But man, it's a it's a different world out there for sure. Gorgeous country, like awesome terrain. They're in the fucking mountains in the middle of nowhere, but it's a it's a weird world. You wanna try some of this? Yeah, let's hit it up. What is this again? This is the uh the electric nectar. The atypical. Ooh, shout out atypical. Hey, atypical, if you hear this, you can sponsor us. We'll talk about your beer every podcast. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, so they've been doing some uh, sour ales <clears throat> aged uh, in wine barrels. So. I don't fuck with sours, man. It smells sour. It's totally, it's, it's sour as fuck. <laughs> it was, um, it's good, though. I'm going to like it just because you're in front of me, but if I was with myself, <laughs> I don't fuck with sours. Here we go. Sours are a good summertime beer. That's so tasty, man. <laughs> it's so tart. So fucking tart. Tastes like you mix fucking toothpaste with orange juice. Mm. My favorite. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Shout, shout out, out to toothpaste and <laughs> shout out to drinking a glass of OJ after brushing your teeth with some fucking <laughs> Colgate. <laughs> some water out of a fucking oh god tin can. I appreciate the hospitality on sharing your beer, but sours are not for me, my man. Fuck. 
I think I think the the wheats and the the hefts just go down because it's in the genetics. Now we know. Now we know. So I did a twenty three and me in the interest of full disclosure. We were talking about this beforehand. I've done a twenty three and me. Me and a handful of friends back in like two thousand sixteen. We all did it, and we had like a little bet to see like who was more what. And and uh, was it? We, is it the spit one you do a cotton yeah, swab yeah. of your they, cheek they, they, they send you they send you a package and they send you this little vial and you have to spit and fill it up to the line you can't eat or drink anything so many hours prior before it you send it in and then after a while you create a profile on their website and they send you back and they'll say hey you're you know like for me it was like at first it was like 50 percent irish and english 28 percent german five percent scandinavian and it would break down a couple of the smaller stuff. And it was cool because it would tell you, like, hey, this Irish came into your bloodline, like, three to four generations ago. This German came in one to three generations ago. And then, like, it would just break down the timelines of, of where it where it probably came into your into your DNA sequence. Cool. And I bought, I bought one for my mom and my dad. I wanted to see who I got from what I got from who. What I really wanted to do is just make sure my parents were my parents. Because if I had them, if I had them do it and linked them to it, and I was like, "You got nothing from them or them," I was like, "I fucking adopted. I knew it. You fucking lied." Well, they both easily fucking took the test. So I was like, "Fuck, they're probably my parents." <laughs> no, shout out, mom and dad. You guys are awesome. No, I did it, and uh, it, it it constantly updates itself based on how many people take it because it's constantly getting new information and doing it. AKA the Chinese governments out there getting my information. Mm. But it tells you like 100%. Yeah, for reals. But it's cool to know I found out I'm pretty fucking white. I'm uh so when I first did it I was like 53% Irish and British, then I was like I was like 20 something percent German, uh like 4% Scandinavian. And I checked it today after you came over. I was 90% British and Irish. I was only 5% German, and I was 3% Scandinavian. That's because it keeps changing? Based on uh, the more data they get and the more information oh they God. get, they, they narrow it down to where it, where it actually is. And it even it even goes into the depths of, like, I was, like, on the, on the, on the British side, it's, like, from the, from the Glasgow area or Glasgow area of Britain, and then, like, it was it was like the, some coastal city in Ireland where it's like you have third cousins living in this coastal city in Ireland still, and it was like you're from fucking Baden-Baden, Germany, and it's crazy how it breaks it down. I mean, Europe is so there's so many countries in Europe. You think in the future they'll they'll be like, oh yeah, dude, you're fucking twenty percent Floridian, five yeah. percent Californian. Hold, like, hold on, let's get let's get this straight. You know when a motherfucker's from Florida. Dude, the, the I, most, work, I work with a guy, yeah. and you can just talk to him for three minutes and be like, you're from Florida. You think that Florida is the most white trash of oh my American? Oh, my God. How is it not? Someone in my, in my one of my classes I was in was like, what, dude? There's rednecks in Florida? But I was it's, like, it's, what? <laughs> it's 100% a fucking redneck Riviera in Florida, 24-7. Yeah, that's what I always thought. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. I mean, look up the subreddit, Florida Man. Oh, Florida Man's a real thing, dude. Yeah. Every fucked up news article you've ever seen, it's like, 
man in Florida caught a gator and fucked him to death. Like, just weird. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck am I reading right now? And you're like, well, it's come from Florida. Makes sense. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought of Florida as the most redneck. I don't know about the most redneck. It's the craziest place to be in the South. Well, hands down. Yeah, yeah, they're the craziest. Craziest, fucking craziest. Besides, you have, you have your outliers. You have the, your retirement communities on the fucking coast. And you have oh, Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always outliers, but the majority of Floridians, god damn, love you. Y'all are some crazy sons of bitches. We got some crazy ones in Missouri, too, but Missouri ain't got the kind of fucking population Florida has. Nope. And we got four seasons, so you got to go inside for some of the year. You go down to fucking Florida, that party don't stop. Oh, yeah, good point. Hurricane <clears throat> hurricane parties. Fucking hurricane parties. I don't even know what that is. Hurricane parties. The hurricanes come in, everyone just goes to a house, and they get all fucked up. Everyone's like, news guys are like, if you're in Florida, you better fucking evacuate. And they're all they're just like, hmm. I don't think so, bro. I'm going to fucking have a party, dude. We're, we're going to smoke some spice and try not to eat each other's guts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would never go to Florida. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of the Gulf Coast. I'm a fan just because of the food. That's true. Yeah. The amount, of, the amount of good seafood that comes off the coast. The Panhandle of Florida especially. You can't. It's, it's bar none. You like that fucking uh, sea bugs? What do you mean sea bugs? Fucking Shrimp, lobster. Oh yeah, I'll crawdads. Eat the, I'll eat the. I fucking go hard. I go so hard on crawfish. It's just bugs. Oh my god, it's a mini lobster. It's you can call it sea bugs, whatever the fuck. It tastes good. I'm Bro, fucking eating it. Is it worth the amount of work you have to do to fucking crack open a crawdad and suck it out? Like, damn, dude. That's... It's fucking easy. You throw a basket out, the motherfuckers swim into the basket. You pull the basket out. You pull the crawfish out. You throw them in a tub full of fucking water and salt to fucking clean their tracks. When you cook them, they don't shit everywhere. You get said fucking crawfish. You throw it in a pot with a bunch of fucking Old Bay seasoning. You pull it out. You get the crawfish. You pinch it in the middle. You pull it in half. You suck the fucking mini lobster tail out. And you're in heaven. A mini lobster. Yeah, it's Dude, like, it's mini lobster. That's it's all like, it is. It's a mini fucking lobster. It's like crab, dude. It's like you get fucking a bite, maybe half a bite of meat. But it's so like, it's so good. You can't tell me that besides very good cuts of steak, you can't tell me that the just the straight taste, if you didn't have to use any seasoning, like you like let's say if you got a plain cut of steak, whatever cut you want. No olive oil, no salt, no pepper, no rub, no nothing. You just grill that real fast by itself on a hot fire or however you want to compared to just a lobster that's boiled in just water and a lobster tail. You can't tell me that lobster tail doesn't have fucking 10 times the amount of flavor that fucking beef has or that chicken has or that pork has or that fucking llama or that bison or whatever the fuck kind of protein it is you're eating. Bro, that's why they put so much butter on lobster because there's no taste dude they put butter on there because it's like it's like the lobsters you're doing a whole bunch of cocaine right yeah now you're gonna get that cocaine and you want to get a whole bunch of hot naked bitches which is the butter it's already a good time but now you're making it even a better time no way dude and now it's a fucking party check out the history of lobster they used to they used to 
only serve it at prisons because it was so shitty. To the fucking peasants because it was so abundant and it was considered peasant food. You know what else was considered peasant food back then? What? Brisket. You know how much they want for that shit a pound now? It's like $9 a pound for brisket. All, <laughs> all the peasant food is now fucking really expensive because it tastes good. Hey, everyone out there, I, I saw I've been, <clears throat> um, I've been, a, I guess, a pescatarian. For, I, for, I, did, I did that for like eight months. I was like, for now, going on 15 years, um, I will not eat brisket ever. What if it's ever? So I know, so for those that don't know, Matt doesn't, he'll, he'll eat certain meat, but it can't be factory farmed. Yeah. So like, for instance, you had some of my pork, right? From my, or you had something that I brought back. I think it was the pork. Yeah. I had some pig my mom raised. Yeah. Brad's like, yo, my mom raised a pig. And I was like, out of respect, I want to try some. And, um, then you got the old bubble guts. I threw up that night. Yeah. So I, maybe it's just from not eating pig that much. I threw up. That's probably it. But it was. Cooked, yeah, I'm just. I swear to God, I'm just anti-factory farm. I think. Hundred percent. I think the majority of the populace would be anti-factory farmed if they really saw what the fuck was going on in these places and how their how their how their food how these things were were being treated, how they're being processed, and the. how they're not controlling the things they do with the food from the time they cut it up to the time that it gets to the grocery store. Oh, yeah, like chicken nuggets and ground beef. Oh, it's so fucking gross, man. What's in that shit, dude? <sighs> but on, people don't care. They don't give a fuck. They can go to McDonald's. Here's my dollar fifty. Give me my fucking 10-piece yeah. nug. Give me a couple honey barbecues. I'm hitting the road, dog. Yeah, 100%. It, it tastes good. It kind of fills me up. Deuces. Bro, bro th- in I, about t- 20, 30 years, I think we're going to see a big change in uh, meat consumption. Because r- worldwide, it's getting more popular. Because r- historically, Americans have been the most, um, r- you know, Western most, Western civilization. The civilization. most car- carnivorous, car- car- yeah. carnivorous. Because we could afford populace. it, dude. The prices are low. Yeah, we have, we, ha- we have the Mac. real estate too. We have the real estate, the technology, and the people to do it. Yeah, but so if you go say like in Germany, like um, like a steak, it's gonna cost way more over there than it is here. Like our our meat prices in the U.S. are so fucking low compared to the U.S. But now the whole world is getting more uh, wealthy, so. Meat is becoming more popular in in the other countries. Everybody can afford it. So I don't know. Also, we can't. I mean, how much fucking like water is becoming an issue, right? So how much how much water is that going to take to fucking um, hydrate these cattle throughout the world? I, I just think in at some point there's a tipping point, and there's a scale for sure. And the whole the whole water and the meat and the cattle. It's just gonna blow up, and we're gonna be just. I forgot the documentary. I, show. For, I forgot the documentary that I watched, but it was about the the factory factory farm for for pigs out in North Carolina. I was thinking. So one of them I watched is Cowspiracy. I think that's what it was. I might, might have talked about both cows and pigs. Yeah, but it was like the the methane, just the just the smell, just the amount of shit that comes out of the pigs. 
Yeah. Was like making the town residents like fucking sick. It's happened in Milwaukee before, I think in the early 1900s, where all that pig shit or cow shit seeped into the groundwater, seeped into the cities. People were getting fucked up, yeah. Yeah. Some people died, yeah. But. Yeah, and that's when I went. So I was a, I, I did the pescatarian thing for like eight months because I think I watched the cowspiracy here. It was one it was one of those ones where it like showed you like hidden cameras, like people in the factories. Mm-hmm. It's like these pigs still sc- screaming and fucking squealing from a fucking butcher's hook as they cut them open and they're still alive. And I'm like, fuck this! Like I went pescatarian for about eight months. I felt really good, but during that eight months, I had to live in Albuquerque for like four of it. And Albuquerque is a fucking pretty landlocked area in New Mexico in the desert. So finding abundant fresh seafood is kind of a challenge. Or mm-hmm. if it wasn't a challenge, you're fucking breaking the bank just trying to eat a fucking salmon filet. So I did it. I felt great. It was good. If I lived on the coast, I could. If I like, if I live on a coastal city where seafood was abundant, I could do that for sure. I could do see nothing but I, I could. I could not eat beef pork chicken whatever else kind of lay an animal and i'd be fine but it's depends where you live i think for sure has a pretty good effect on that or if if it if it doesn't it's it affects the wallet to a certain extent yeah like i think or just don't even eat seafood dude just eat um i'm not saying the veggie burgers are healthy but they (laughs) could replace people's mental cravings like I got to have a burger. You know, I got to have something that looks like a fucking burger on my plate. That helps. But I, I'm different. I don't, I don't need to have burgers. Like burgers are good. The only time I eat cheeseburgers is like either a, when I run like a half marathon, I'm like, I need a double cheeseburger from five guys, burgers and fries like right now. Or I fucking get way too drunk the night before and I wake up and I got shit to do. And I'm like, I need something fucking heavy and greasy in my stomach right fucking now. Oh yeah. AKA what Bobby Mason wants every day. <laughs> What's up, Bobby? Funny. Where you at? Yeah, Bobby, call in, dude. Call in. Or we're not live. No, we're not. <laughs> It'd be cool if we were and Bobby called in. Like, hey, motherfuckers, quit talking shit. <laughs> My th- I got a bad thyroid gland. That's why I'm big. Yeah. <laughs> Can't help it. But back to the whole meat thing. My th- Dude, I'm pretty sure. So I don't, I'm vegetarian, right? So I don't, and I don't count my protein grams, dude. I, I just eat, I eat a fuck ton of vegetables. And, um, I mean, as do I, for sure. And I don't need to, like, I, like, I don't need to eat meat every day. Sometimes we'll do stuff where it's like, like, well, I make, I make a lot of falafel. So, like, my protein's coming from the fucking garbanzo beans that I use to ground up to make the falafel balls. Yeah. And like I do the falafel balls over like a bed of lettuce and tomatoes and cucumbers and a fucking tzatziki sauce, and I'll make hummus. Like, and I'm full as fuck afterwards. Sounds good right now. It does. Uh, someone in Minot, if you're looking to open up a business, fucking open up a Mediterranean place because there's zero fucking places here for euros, falafel, shawarma, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The closest place is in goddamn Fargo, and it's insane. It's not fair. We're in America. Yeah. There needs to be more Mediterranean everywhere. Shout out to the pescatarian types. I heard there was a, I heard there was a Jamaican restaurant opening up in Minot. D- don't, 
I hope it does well, but I don't see a Jamaican place that sells a bunch of jerk chicken fucking surviving a whole bunch in a place that the majority of people's diets up here consist of white bread and mayonnaise and fucking salt with with the occasional cheese curd. Mm, cheese curds. I fuck with some cheese curds. Don't get me wrong, but the the this place isn't exactly a... Uh, a uh, hot spot for the culinary type. Not yet, dude. No, I don't, don't want to say not yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a dig at Minot and say probably not ever. Bro, I think it is. I think places like Minot are becoming more and more uh, desirable. Desire? Why? Because it's not. Because it's still lame. Because it's in the. It's, it's not. It's not lame. It's still because it's still unknown, unexplored, and. Uninvented, yeah, it's not, not like, invented yet. We're just up here, dude, in the middle of North Dakota. Forty-seven thousand people. It's just we're on it's an got I- potential. We're, we're on an island in the middle of nowhere, forty-eight miles south of Canada. Yeah, yeah, and um, currently in a basement with shag carpet on the walls, and chintzy wood paneling, and fucking garage sale beer signs everywhere. But dude, the downtown's got potential. It does, no. It's blown up a lot in the couple years I've been here. Like It was like, you go to Ebenezer's and get some greasy Irish fucking bar food, or you hit a chain fucking fast food restaurant. Now we got, like, different bread shops. We got, to, like, fucking five Thai places now. We got, like, four taquerias. Like, it's 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 doing good, and I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, and what's holding it back is really the, the general populace who do, who don't want to see it's not change. Even, it's not even the general populace. It's the fucking local government. Like, no way, bro. They just hired a dude from Connecticut who who's gonna. He's, he says focused on making downtown fucking nice. So good is it, because they they tried to open a fucking Chick Fil A up here, and the, and the local government said, "No, we don't want you." But they want slim chickens instead. Fucking slim. Listen, slim chickens. You can't compare with the Lord's poultry, but you got some good fried pickles. I give you that. They got fried pickles there. Fucking do they have fried pickles? God damn. Is it them. on the menu? It's on the menu, and I'm not gonna say it's gonna change your life, but it'll make your day better. Dude, I like that. And their ranch is on point too. They got some solid ranch. I'm a I'm a pretty big ranch critique, and if you come up to me after this podcast and anyone has, says. I like ranch. The best ranch is Hidden Valley. If you come up to me and say Hidden Valley Ranch is the best ranch, I'm knocking you the fuck out. Hidden <laughs> Valley is garbage. It is garbage. Oh, dude. I'll finish this off for you. Yeah, you can finish that sour off because that sour is not for me. I appreciate the hospitality, but I'm going to stick with these wheat beers. Bro, I got to finish my story about Reinhard Heydrich before oh my god it's fresh on my mind and and being someone who um who's watched a lot of documentaries about nazis i didn't know how he died i I mean i know he was assassinated but i didn't know how it happened so check it out it's pretty cool okay okay tell me the story all right this all this all goes back to um all right for a while nobody knew that um that the that the British had any part in the assassination. For many years, it was just um, like the Czech resistance. Like two two Czech dudes were they were like, you know what? We're sick of fucking Reinhardt. We're gonna kill him, and uh, we're gonna do it. And that's kind of what that's how it happened. 
but these two Czech dudes, they were trained by the Brits, which is like the, um, the SOE, which is like the CIA back in the day, for, just for the Brits. But anyways, <clears throat> the plan was to really uh, throw a bomb and shoot up the car of Reinhard Heydrich as he was driving outside of Prague, I think it was. So they had the plan all set. They, um, the British, par- they, the British plane, the guys parachuted out of a British plane <clears throat> into Prague. Paratroopers. Paratroopers. It's just some fucking random dudes, some Czech guys. So they parachuted in. They had they had their fucking bomb. They had their a pistol and a machine gun, I think. So they knew from um, locals where Reinhard was and like where he was gonna go. So they they got their spots, and they're in the woods. And there's a, a Reinhard was driving, and there was a hairpin turn coming up. So they knew the car had to slow down. So like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna fucking this is where it's gonna happen. We're gonna fucking uh, he's gonna drive up. We're gonna throw the bomb into the car, and we're gonna shoot the car up to make sure everyone's dead inside. So oh, that, didn't they make a movie about this? Yeah, Operation. Uh, a yeah, rapin, it's a, it's, a the, it's the guy something? that plays in uh, Peaky Blinders, right? Maybe. I yeah, think and, the, like, and then the guys that did that got in a fight out at the church, or the shootout at the church, whatever it was. Anyways, keep oh, going. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, keep going. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, so the, yeah, so Reinhardt's car was driving up, and then they see that the fucking top is down on the car, which is like, dude, this is going to be perfect. So, the pl- so the one of the dudes ran out in front of Reinhardt's car with the machine gun, and he was gonna start f- fucking opening fire on the car while the other dude was gonna go up and throw the bomb in the car. So the guy went in front of Reinhardt's car. He's like, "You fucker, you're going down." He pulls the trigger and it fucking misfires, dude. So he's standing there like a like a fucking Jesus like, a, like an asshole. It's like, "Oh my god, dude!" And and really, so Nazi protocol for bodyguards was to, like if that's if it happened ever the gar- the driver was supposed to just floor it dude and get get out of there but reinhard told the driver to stop and so the driver stopped and what? the guy with the machine gun is still in front of him like trying to fucking fix his gun and so reinhard gets out of the car and gets his luger out dude slap rack pull homie Gotta know them things. Yeah. Slap that fucking mag, rack it, and then pull that motherfucking trigger again. Slap, rack, pull. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Let me go back up. So. <laughs> you fucked up. Back to the bomb part. <laughs> Big part of the story, I fucked up. The guy came and threw the bomb. He, he, But even though the car had no top on, the guy threw the bomb, and it, it didn't go in the car, but it still blew up right outside the car. And it, and and uh, Reinhardt got hit with a little bit of shrapnel, but it wasn't. Like that bad because he Reinhardt still got out of the car and was like fucking firing uh, at the other dude with the gun. And this by this time the guy uh, ran behind a, a pole and was just like just like, oh fuck dude. So Reinhardt and the driver are just like going at it at this dude. Adios. <sighs> yeah. If I'm gonna throw a grenade to try to assassinate somebody, I'm probably gonna do some practice and throw some things that feel and 
are shaped like that grenade just to make sure I'm pretty good. Dude, I'm sure they did, but you know how things well, work you're, in the, during... you're, you're on the spot and you fucked up. Yeah. So, but yeah, so the 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 grenade still wounded Reinhardt. So as he was shooting at the other dude, he did he collapsed in the middle middle of the road because some of the shrapnel did hit his spine, but whatever. He so he laid down. He's like, he said, "Go get them. Go get those fucking assholes." And the guys they ran off into the woods. Uh, so they were gone. So um, so Reinhardt was taken to the nearest hospital, and um, the doctors worked on him, and they're like, "Oh, dude, you're gonna fucking live, dude. You're good to go." But here's how, here's how he died, dude. He died from blood poisoning because there was horse hair in the seats of the car that got embedded into his spleen. No. Yeah, so he died of he died of, of septic or something. Jesus Christ! That's what how, are the odds of that? Yeah, that's insane. But what um, are the fucking odds? How does like, horse hair get in the car? <laughs> what are the odds? It's in the car. Dude gets shrapnel from a fucking grenade because homeboy can't throw something to save his fucking life. That shrapnel just happens to fucking make that horse hair that somehow ended up in the car into his fucking body and yeah. give him fucking septic. It's fucking nuts. That's wild. But yeah, the, the, the two Czech guys, they, they were caught. Someone snitched on them, of course, how it goes. And they were caught at the church. And they're that's, like, that's when they got in the shootout, right? Didn't they end up flooding that place out? They, they flooded it out, yeah. yeah. They, they were uh, hiding in the tunnels, and they flooded it out. And uh, Well, one of them took cyanide to kill himself, and the other guy just like was like, dude, I'm out of here. And he got shot as he was running out. Yeah, that was a fucking deep-ass movie. Like It was, it was like, these guys got to live. There's no way. Now they all fucking died. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, but that's a precursor to today's CIA of doing these like unconventional assassinations. Ooh. At what cost? Because <clears throat> Hitler really, they said like five thousand Czechs died because of Reinhardt's death. So those they they burned down their um, their villages of where those two guys were, were from. Oh yeah, they burned probably... down and they fucking bulldozed it, so there's nothing left. And then they killed three thousand uh... Jews in um, in honor of Reinhard Heydrich. So, what? at what cost did you kill Reinhard? And Churchill said it was worth it. So, was it? Tur- well, dude, back who, to back to Churchill. That who, who who's to say? Like, where's the scale? One evil guy for how many thousands of people? Yeah, just just in that instant fight, it was like five thousand, I think. That, yeah, who's anyone to say where that scale should lie at? I don't yeah. I don't care what office you're in or what position you're in. Like who? Are, like, no, I don't think anyone has the has the right to say that. I don't, I don't think anyone. Ha- I don't say that has the right to say it. I don't think anyone has the power to be like that's acceptable. Yeah, because. Really? Who, who the fuck are you? Winston Churchill. The, the main man. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so either way... Someone I, should have told him, Hills not pills, brother. Bro, totally. That guy was a total drunk and uh, smoked cigars nonstop. And Didn't he die pretty relatively young? I think so. He, he died, actually, after World War II. He was not elected back... To be no. a prime minister, like no. I think even before the war, I think England was like 
You fucking suck, dude. Like, you got us into this war. You know? They, they're the ones... It's debatable. I don't know a lot about Winston. It's controversial, but... I don't, I don't know a lot about Winston Churchill. What I do know is that everyone thinks he was a thug in World War II, but not thug enough to get reelected. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, no. They didn't like him. They did not like him. Yeah. Yeah, weird, weird times back then, man. Different way, of, different way of life, different thought processes, different shit. It's uh, it's hard to hard to fathom being any of those people in any of those positions. I mean, we've been, I mean, modern day, yeah, sure, we've been in wars, we've been in conflicts, but nothing that causes the entire world to be in war. Yeah, that's tough <clears throat> to make that declaration of a war just after world war one where like they knew what war is like you know i think he, he was probably in world war one he was probably was i'm not from i'm not familiar but he's like fuck it dude now i gotta go to world war two <laughs> damn it god damn it i've already seen one of these this yeah. is not a good time it doesn't end well for anybody that's probably why they hated him they're probably like this motherfucker. It's just Poland. Let, let him have it. God damn. He's all he does <laughs> is smoke cigars and talk shit and get us in wars. That's what he does. Uh, uh, what was that movie with uh, Tom Hardy where he was the pilot where it was about the British troops that were on that island trying to get a fucking evacuation and they couldn't. So the the British, like civilian British p fishermen came on their boats and rescued all the guys. Oh, Dunkirk. Yeah, that was a, that was a pretty compelling movie. Pretty wild story too, honestly. Well, you know why? You know why uh, Hitler didn't just obliterate all of them? I don't know why. No. All right. So in Hitler's mind, he he always envisioned a English German dominated Europe. You know. Sure. So when you say English, you mean white? Well, just England. Like so, Hitler hated hated the French, hated the Dutch. He wanted. He thought of the English as equals Aryan. Yeah, they're like oh, to yeah. a certain extent of yeah. of good ethnic background. Yeah, <clears throat> so that's why he's like, dude, if I fucking obliterate the entire English army, like, there's no way we could do a truce in the future. So that's kind of why um, he didn't just bomb the fuck out of Dunkirk and let them go because that would have been. I mean, he bombed the fuck out about everything else. Yeah, he's a complicated guy. Yeah, that's what happens when you when, when you fucking <laughs> snort crystal meth for fucking 13 years of war. You're going to come out a little fucked up and a little shaky and a little skinnier than you started off with. Oh, yeah. He also uh, had a really bad uh, flatulence, too. Hitler did. Yeah? There's, you know, I've, he I've, I've he was fucked up. Yeah, he had a lot of things wrong with him. Uh, yeah, I've watched, like, videos of where it was, like, I think it was Mark Felton was showing, like, the progression of Hitler and drug use through the years where it was, like, normally he's, like, so I don't know if anyone's ever watched any of his videos. He's a very compelling speaker. He's very good at public speaking. He's very good at getting getting the crowd's attention and getting his message across. And he was very composed. He was his his body movements were natural. It was it was it was very articulated. Yeah, grab me uh, one of these there in the door, would you? Yeah. Anything in the door, really, but double white. He was uh he was very compelling for sure. And like if you fast forward to like the end of his regime. Like, he's all fucking strung out looking, his fucking hand shaking, and he's always hiding it behind his back. Like, he's on a fucking six-day bender. It was, uh, 
did not look good towards the end of his supposed death at the Berlin bunker. Oh, yeah, let's go there. Listen, I don't want to go there. We we need to. We're not going to wrap this up, but we're we're some tin foil hat wearing sons of bitches on this podcast right now. We we liked. We like to talk about things because it's interesting to talk about, but we also like to talk about things that have facts associated with them. We don't just want to hypothesize and generalize things we talk about because people listen and we don't want them to think we're just a bunch of idiots. Even though we are, we don't want to make it more so than we have to. So we're for this podcast, Matt and myself, we're dipping our toes in the in the realm of things that are not 100%, but we're, we're planning, we're planning on, uh, down the road, instead of just dipping our toes, we're going to the high dive, we're putting the speedo on, and we're going to belly flop in this motherfucker, and it's going to hurt, but it's going to be good, everyone's, everyone's going to want to watch it, because it's like, what the fuck is going on right now? I want to have, like, certain topics we could, you know, like, determine what we're going to talk about so we're going to talk about this and that and then i, I don't of, want to say we're going to like pre-game what we're going to talk about but we're going to be knowledgeable on things we talk about because yeah. just like always this podcast is going to be unscripted unedited uh, before i hit this record button i have no idea what the fuck i'm going to say i have an idea of what i'm going to say based on the person i'm talking to obviously but it's i don't have a notepad in front of me i don't have notes in front of me i don't have a word document with certain questions in front of me so everything you hear is off the cuff off off the tip of my tongue coming at you off the rails (laughs) coming at you through the mic uh improv one could say but uh At the end of the day, I hope you guys enjoy this. It's uh, it's stuff that I'm interested in, which I hope other people become interested in because that would mean the things I'm interested in aren't aren't lame. So, hell yeah, running in fucking conspiracy theories. Ooh, it gets the gears going. Hopefully, by the next time we come on this podcast, aliens will have come down and said that our democracy is ridiculous. The clothes we wear look stupid, and that the Dutch people should stop wearing wooden fucking sandals because it's not good for posture on your feet. Other than that, Matt, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real motherfucking fun. Hell yeah, brother. Till next time. Till next time. Again, thanks for listening in. This is the Trap House Podcast, T R A P H A U S Podcast. You got any plugs, Matt? No, I don't. He ain't got no well, plugs. Yeah. You got some plugs? Instagram, dude. In- at Matthew Geffert. Instagram, at Matthew Geffert. G-E-F-F-E-R-T. Yep. All right, everybody. Appreciate the listen. See you next time. Toodaloo, motherfucker.